please put your four hands together and your four heads together if you wish. And please welcome to the stage, Ben! Hi! Robin! <laughs> James! Hey and Jordan! Oh, there he is, he was hey. there the whole time! Please put your hands together for Bumble Discharge! <laughs> I enjoyed Dan saying. <laughs> Is it? Oh, no, oh, we got my face. I'll pretend that joke was spontaneous. From the distrust! <laughs> I enjoyed Dan saying, put your foreheads together. Yeah. Just sort of pressing them together. Do you want to do it? Becoming, yeah, shall, boy, we? Shall, we? shall we? All of us. All Wait, of us. Right. Don't do it. We'll converge consciousnesses. Should we not do this? <laughs> well, should we, should this we not do this? Should we stop? We'll Hello. become more of a single entity than we are at the moment. Yeah. We'll compress <laughs> into a giant John so, Carpenter-esque demonoid. Though so if we become one entity, then we've got double the crowd of us, rather than the other way around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, well, hello, welcome to the Verbal Discharge Review of the Year. We're going to be reviewing the year. Uh, as the first point of the quiz, does anyone know what year it's been? <laughs> Pretty fucking odd one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true, that's yeah, true. A, we can basically because, stop the show because there. Because 2017, 2017 is an odd number. Oh. Uh, is that actually the punchline? This, this, <laughs> this, this is the calibre expecting. This is um, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. This is, this is, Shall we this all is introduce ourselves, judge. starting from Robbie and going right? Hello, my name's Robbie, and I've had a fantastic year! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name's Jordan, and um, Robbie was taking me on a little tour of Nottingham mm. earlier. Um, I've been to Nottingham before, but I've never really had a chance to look around, and my first experience was seeing a dead body. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> What do you um, mean, a de- as in someone that had passed so, out? Or? No, no, dead as fuck. Okay. Um, so <laughs> we were... We were... <laughs> dead as... What other levels of dead are there? <laughs> oh, he's just a bit dead. <laughs> There's like, grandpa's died peacefully in his sleep. What's dead, <laughs> what's dead as fuck? Like, he's fucking eviscerated in a fucking no, plane dead, dead as fuck is under some bin bags outside of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you saw, George? That's what I saw. You saw a corpse under some bin bags at McDonald's? I saw... What the fuck? <laughs> I saw, oh, I was like, hey, there's two, two, a policeman and a policewoman looking rather shifty. Um, <laughs> we all, are corporates. Almost as though they'd killed somebody. But now, um, the, the, we were walking past McDonald's and I said, oh, that's a nice McDonald's. Look, it's got an underground. And, and Robbie, Robbie was like, yes, that's, that's where the rebellion meets. And then I was like, hey, look, there's a dead body. Um, but no, it was... <laughs> We, we met up here over two hours ago and you fucking drop a bomb on me right now that you saw a fucking corpse in, in look, Nottingham. Look, I said I've got to tell the guys and I whipped out my phone to, because every responsible citizen takes a picture of You didn't even suggest it. It's not like I've, I've got a funny dead body story. <laughs> I was going to put it on Facebook and Robbie went, no, save it for the show. The audience will love it. All two of them. <laughs> Do you know what like, the interesting thing is about that? that, that there was a body with bin bags on top of it. So I don't know if that means that somebody was murdered and then the murderer tried to hide the body, yeah. or if there was like some dis- disgruntled Mackie staff coming out, found a corpse, and thought, well, this isn't stopping me doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the bin bags on I top of it. I don't get paid enough to deal with this. But that's <laughs> the thing, like, me and Robbie walked past and um, we kind of said, like, is that a dead body? Um, and the police people kind of gave us like a weird look. It's like that's a dead body, and I was like, no, it's just it's just rubbish. And Robbie was like, no, there are legs sticking out underneath <laughs> the bags. It's like you couldn't see the feet; they covered down the end, but there was like the knees protruding. 
it was God. my favourite part of the story though, that you haven't mentioned was when I said yeah we'll do it in the show you said he texted Chad and his girlfriend <laughs> then looked surprised but moments later she rang him concerned <laughs> okay he said text saying I've just seen a dead no, body no, for, for no full disclosure no I, 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 I text yeah I text my girlfriend no kisses no punctuation I just said <laughs> me and Robbie have just seen a dead body <laughs> and she texted me back said what <laughs> <laughs> and then she rang me I had to explain like well I, I think they just had an overdose outside. It was a dead body. It was, it was actually a dead body, but later on, as we were coming back round up here somewhere, I don't really know Nottingham very well, um, and I saw two bin bags and thought it was another yeah. dead body, but it was actually just rubbish outside. Seeing so. every bin bag right now. Yeah. Hi, I'm Ben. Look at this face and tell me there's a god. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that in the room? Uh, I don't know. I walked into the room. I saw that in the back. I was like, what the fuck is that? Please, can we put it on the table for our show? Because it is haunting. Exactly. There's a, there is one or many child souls in there. Um, hi, my name is James, and this is a uh, police reconstruction of the man who abused me as a child. As in this clock. Oh! <laughs> I, I, I wasn't just saying this James. No, no. Like, like you went back in time and fucking molested yourself. But like, <laughs> now it's gone full circle. See, that's, <laughs> that's a, that deleted scene from Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doc, I'm going to touch my dog. Where Marty, as played by Kevin Spacey, molested oh. himself. No! <laughs> it was only <laughs> so long! <laughs> I was about to do it. I was about to say that clock looks nothing like Kevin Spacey. Hey, and you beat me to it. But you, there's loads more. There's Harvey Weinstein. You've got, oh, there's a lot to play no, with. But Kevin Oh, Harvey Weinstein, more, like, more, like, more like Harvey Timestein. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> okay, so, as you mentioned, this is going to be a review of the year. One event that happened was that me and Jordan saw a dead body. Um, another, <laughs> Headline news. <laughs> another group of... Actually, no, it's a point that I've, this year, started to feel really relieved if I turn the news on the main headline is there's been a murder. Okay. The country hasn't fallen apart. No one's on fire. There's no major political events. Just someone's died. That's all right. I'm quite happy with that. I'll settle for that. To be Jeez. fair, no, go on, John. I, I think I think that might be indicative of how we advertise the show, actually, because I don't know if if either of you saw this on Facebook, but Robbie released a video on the verbal discharge. <laughs> Um, Facebook page that specifically talked about this show in reference to burnt babies. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember that one, yeah. yeah. Which may have scared off our, all of our crowds entirely, but, but there we go. <laughs> no, yeah. Jack's all in for the burnt babies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, everyone, we've got Jack and friend. <laughs> Does anybody remember, like, years ago when you'd put on the news and it'd be a slow news day? And, like, like I, I remember putting on the news once and seeing a pig that got a medal. <laughs> like, whereas these days you put the news on and like, the, the headlines pigs. basically breaking news fuck <laughs> <laughs> everything's gone wrong See, that, that pig's now president yeah. so, and speaking of which oh segue oh. hey oh, oh. so a man it was involved in the news quite a lot this year. That uh, man was Donald Jonathan Trump. I, re- I, I really like the way you've cropped that. His, his body, his body just stops like on one side of his tie. Yeah. I'm much, I'm, it's like some sort of like strange worm or post. <laughs> Robbie, your powers of MS Paint never cease hey, to amaze. Do you me. know how much it costs to hire a designer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, and that's why I did it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we figured that Donald Trump. Kind of a boring subject. We kind of covered it last year in our yeah. show. Yeah. We basically did an entire show about him last yeah. year. It was four hours. <laughs> so I think it's no, it wasn't. We did three and a half. There's a big difference. And it was supposed Around to be in a cave. All of our material was based on the fact it was supposed to be in a cave. Oh yeah. And it turned, it turned out that cave we're performing in was flooded. 
We so. we all wrote um, segments about uh, how we'd be president of the cave. Yeah. And then there was no cave, <laughs> so it's really out of fucking context. So like the cave, wink, wink, imagine a cave. So, um, the idea is we want to try and get all of Donald Trump out of the way in five minutes. Okay. Are you so going to time I'm setting a timer for five minutes, and after that, we're not going to mention Donald Trump again for the rest of the show. Otherwise, okay. we've got to um, do ten star jumps. Yeah, okay. I don't know. That's a, I, th- I think yeah, ten press ups is a good like star jumps are easy. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Ten press ups. Fine. Okay. So our Trump time begins now. So um, Donald Trump, right? I decided to do to condense it down into doing like a little bit of a, a speed round to do some quiz questions on. Was this? A, I wanted to do with the audience for them to stand <laughs> up uh, and if they thought this was a real thing Donald Trump had done, then take uh, then stand keep stay stood up. If not, take a knee. We, we can all. We can all. <laughs> topical. Um, should we do that? Yeah, well, I that's that, that, I'm going to take my mic off and, and we can get Dan to do it, and we can get Neil if he comes back in. Neil could kneel. What? <laughs> that's <laughs> like his name. So, was it something Donald Trump did? Number one, banned anyone who identified as trans or gender fluid from joining the military. Oh, yeah, I'm standing because he did that. Oh, are we he doing it as that. well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably not because I'm reading the question. Quizmaster. Uh, yeah. This is my one privilege. I get to be like Richard on Pointless and sat down all the time. <laughs> Richard um, stands up and is, is, is nine foot tall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Donald Trump banned people who were trans or gender fluid from joining the military. Um, Good guy, I, that Trump. Oh, yeah, no, terrific, terrific lad. He is, he is possibly the best man. Really, the, just a great man. He is the man. best man. Just the, the best man. Let Some me say, tell you folks, many I people really say am. he is the best man. Uh, at my wedding. So, Donald Trump, next question. Put a ban in place for many people tra- from traditionally Muslim countries entering the USA. Oh, he, so did, he, did, yeah, he did that as well. He did, yeah. That, yeah. He did that as well. Is that actually going like, to have any jokes in it? Or? <laughs> I'm sort of hoping we'd riff. There hasn't been any jokes this entire year, John. Stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, because I wrote a joke about the trans thing and then thought, better not read That's that insensitive. joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, next one. Donald Trump said, I can tell by your nose as you, re- re- uh, you renegotiate to a group of Jewish businessmen. No, I'm, 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 I'm still standing. I, I reckon that's true. Do we think Donald Trump did that this year? Even he's not that stupid, surely. It's believable. Don- I think it's the sort of thing he'd do. Your Jordan is correct. Oh. Jordan, Donald Trump- Jordan and friend is correct. I, 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 <laughs> My friend now. I, I, get, well, I, guess, I guess he's not that much of a bad guy, so, as it turns well, out. Okay, Donald Trump did not do that this year. Yeah, oh. Donald Trump- Oh, fuck! Oh, 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 shit! Yeah. Donald Trump did it last year. Oh, oh well, that makes it all right. In then. about August, to a group, it was a Jewish like congregation. He did on like on the on the, the campaign trail. He stopped off and he told that as I think a joke. I don't know. I can't really tell. Um, next one. Donald Trump lied about how many people went to his inauguration. Yes, it's true. Yes, he, yes, did, he did do that. He did, he did do that. It's he... something I would never do. I would never say that to the forty-eight people in the audience tonight. <laughs> I never lie about how many people are here. There were 48 people. And <laughs> then God decided to stop it raining as well. <laughs> I, should, I, I don't even feel like I need a microphone, really. Yeah. It's projection. Be a thespian. That was, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw I, the cogs working I, then. I, you really I, wanted something to say. I'm setting up the same joke from a, from a nativity episode. Yeah, that's what I was going for. But. You're a great lesbian. <laughs> no, thespian. Uh, it's funny because nobody came to that one as well. <laughs> yeah, they did. That's why nobody's come to this one. Oh, okay. In fact, that was the turning point. Yeah. Before that show, we had really good turnouts. Oh, shit. What have we done? 
So, next one. Donald Trump treated Kofifi, likely by mistake, likely whilst drunk. Wait. He tweeted the word Kofifi. Kofifi. K-O... No, C-O-V-F-E-F-E. Okay, that's true. Yeah. I'm going to... I know he tweeted that word, but I don't think he did it whilst pissed. I think by mistake or by or by pissed. <laughs> oh, was it by mistake or by pissed? Because oh, yeah. am I right in thinking that it, it looks like basically he was halfway through typing a tweet and then his like hand just slipped across the keyboard? I don't think that. I think he was trying to like coin a new thing like on fleek. Yeah. <laughs> fucking halfway through typing in his fucking dimension. Oh, <laughs> fucking Mexico confefe. <laughs> Mexico <laughs> on confefe. <laughs> I like, like, like I, I, after all the fucking horrible things he's done, like, loads of people were picking it up, it's like, I said confefe! Oh my god, it's great! What idiot! Like, fucking, after all the fucking heinous things he's done before, like, now it's like, he said something wrong! Ah! <laughs> it's, it's part of where a lot of his power comes from, because I've seen a lot of people talking about, like, if there was a bad story in the press about him, he'd just tweet something ridiculous, and then yeah. all of the press, all the blame yeah. would shift. Like, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that came out the day after there was the whole grabbing by the pussy scandal. Yeah. So that was across all the headlines. He tweets a spelling mistake, and then everyone's like, "Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Never he mind this whole sexual assault thing. The man can't spell." I'm gonna buy a T-shirt off this one. But he also <laughs> he tweeted moments late, like five hours later. But what does Kofifi really mean? I'll leave that to you to figure out. Is that? Like he's right? trying to play it off. I mean, being like a horrible liberal apologist myself, but is that not indicative of like the liberal nature? Whether we. What? That is the timer up. Oh, that is our oh Trump shit. Timer well, up. Stop. From now on, anyone mentions the matter. Yeah, hey, that screen is to the 10 press right now. I've got two pages on the Russian hacking scandal. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you can fuck that right off. <laughs> well, never mind then. We're playing by our own. There was another question, but we'll skip over. There's a couple more questions. We'll skip over that. An election. So, yeah, something else that happened. Politicky was that there was an election. Yeah, Do did. you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Something um, like that. A, a scary crow lady came in and said, We should, we should ask everybody. And it turned out um, they asked everybody, but the, uh, um, the, um, the, nice, the nice communist man didn't get in. And, um, and we were all very disappointed. It was so odd. Like, I've, I've never, in all of the time that I've been engaged in politics, and admittedly, I'm still basically a child, so that's about two weeks. But. Like I, I've never seen an election blow up so spectacularly for someone. Mm. Like it was called, I think, by Teresa, assuming yeah, that she'd have it so readily in the bag. Yeah. And then it just it blew up in her hands like she was a child fucking around with some dynamite. She <laughs> and now she's got to limp awkwardly to the hospital as the rest of the Tories point at her stumps and say, "Look what you did." <laughs> <laughs> I think I think less like that in Britain is same like. In that analogy, surely, like, rather than just pointing out and saying, like, look what you did, more of it, the, the Tories, like, going up to her and, like, trying to push the child on the ground and stamp on it. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. They went up to her and asked if they can sign a cast, and they just pushed her over instead. <laughs> <laughs> and then tried to put the cast in themselves, and, like, trying to put themselves in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, isn't it, though? Like, we've seen that since the election. Like, there's, there's just been just story after story after story coming out against the Conservatives. And, like, you can almost, like feel them all in the fucking Senate. Like, yeah. Theresa May is Caesar and the rest of them are sharpening the fucking like, knives. Like, it's, it's based on they're all trying to get one over each other and all like basically performing subterfuge. Like, to, to, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like even in the leadership election or the leadership race where Theresa was elected in the wake of the EU referendum, there was so much political backstabbing that goes on. We are genuinely on the brink of yeah. the entire party attacking each other and I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. 
but enough parties that's been attacking itself is the Liberal Democrats. Hey, Robbie, oh, oh. that's your one. Yeah, that's my, yeah sorry. Um, sorry the radical po- centrist. As, as, as I live down, I'm used to apologising. What, <laughs> what I should do is I should apologise for the fact that I said I'd do something rather than actually what I did, because that's what this man did. Nicholas Clegg. Oh, um, yeah. you know no, That's actually him. quite a heart-rending picture. Rubbing some sleep from his yeah. eyes, because he had to wake up at five. <laughs> so... Something that Nick Clegg did this year was lose his seat in a general election. Oh, yeah, he did that on purpose. Yeah. said that like he did that, like going down the shops. Yeah. Some, someone pulled it away from him when he tried to sit down. <laughs> and he fell on the chair and everyone in school laughed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do, do you know what? He looks like the sort of person who's like, he's a child and all the other kids after school have already been picked up. And the teachers, <laughs> ju- and, and the, and the teachers just come up to him and said, they forgot, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like both of us kind of speaking from a line. We both weren't specific. So I'm the closest thing Nick Clegg has to a fan, which is an apologist. Um, and so I wanted for this section to have like a, to be able to rip my t-shirt off and reveal my incredibly hairy chest. No, um, Do you Nick shave Clegg- Nick Clegg into your chest hair? <laughs> I, I haven't done that since he lost his seat. I've stopped that. Robbie's no. chest hair is like a fucking shirt. It's <laughs> disgusting. Robbie's chest hair is like... You know when people like see the face of their saint or like see the face of Jesus in toast? <laughs> Robbie, do you see Nick Clegg in your chest hair? <laughs> I have the Shroud of Owen. <laughs> there was... There was a moment fairly recently where I was in the middle of getting changed. I sort of got sidetracked by glancing at something, and I went. I put my hand on my shoulder, and I thought. Anyway, wearing... Nick. <laughs> I've been touched by God. I wish me and Clegg. Um, no, I. I thought I was wearing a jumper. I wasn't. I've just got really hairy shoulders. So <laughs> I figured I should probably shave them. At, at, at the Eurovision special show, there was a video you made of like yes. um, that, which was representing Russia, um, which you represented as yourself, um, sitting on a park bench wearing like a jacket with no shirt underneath and drinking vodka. <laughs> and, and like for the first minute of that video, I thought you were wearing a black furry t-shirt <laughs> on your jacket. At closer glance, I was like. Not many shirts have nipples in them. <laughs> I remember the first like, time Jesus I saw Christ. you without a shirt on, Robbie. And it yeah. was, I, I think you were just walking like... It, 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 was, it was the uh, year that we lived together. And yeah. I think you were just making like a bit of a late night trip from your uh, back, your bedroom to the toilet. And you just did it without a shirt on. And I, I remember doing a double take, which is like, Jesus, Robbie. Like, you, 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 like you, a fucking you, Wolverine. Jesus, because you can see it in my chest. <laughs> We can all see it. James took a blurry photo of, uh, of Robbie from a distance. Robbie was like walking like... <laughs> <laughs> and there was loads of documentaries about it. <laughs> Robbie, are you big? <laughs> no, I'm Big Dad. Hey. Hey. 59 minutes to go. Uh, so. I, I, I can't remember the Big Dad voice. It's basically sort of like working, the same one as working class dad voice. Yeah. Like, oh, hey. Bigfoot, your boyfriend's here! Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, I was looking to buy a t-shirt that said something like, Nick Clegg, I forgive you. Apparently no such t-shirt exists. So <laughs> I could you're the that. only person that forgives him. <laughs> exactly. He's making um, Redbubble. So instead, I found an incredible piece of Nick Clegg merchandise. Oh Wait, my what? god. I was amazed to find out this exists, and I had to buy it the second I did. So, are we ready? I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm more ready. actually intrigued as to what you've got. 
Basically, for context, most of the things we prepare for, for, for each show, the other ones don't know anything about. So basically, things we've prepared individually it is also our first time viewing. This is what I purchased. <laughs> what does that say? Can someone describe that to the audience? That is, uh, that is a, a, a plush toy sloth yes. wearing, a, uh, wearing a white t-shirt. And on the white t-shirt, it says, <laughs> I heart uh, Nick Clegg. Yes. <laughs> this Why is a sloth? I don't know. Probably because they're lazy and they couldn't fulfil any of the policies for them. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick Clay's known for growing algae on his back and hanging upside down for long periods. <laughs> but that was, I saw, my, I saw that and I thought, that is my spirit animal. I am buying that instantly. That was just Amazon. You can buy your own Also very similar chest there to Robbie as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, when Nick Clay lost his seat, tragically, which this particular stop is still not over. Um, he lost his seat to this man, Jared O'Mara. And oh boy, has he been an interesting character since. Yeah, he's a kind of, right, okay. Jared O'Mara has so He's like a fucking Oblivion but... character. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a character that you'd meet in the wilderness and he's like, I've lost my sword. In this <laughs> <laughs> Please, adventurer. <laughs> So, <laughs> I think he kind of looks like the adoring fans. <laughs> all leaves is the ice gem hair again. By Azora, by Azora, by Azora. <laughs> Can I carry your sword? Polish your boots, perhaps? Sakura, perhaps. <laughs> I wouldn't push him off the highest point in the game. <laughs> when, I, when I look at his face, I'm also overcome with an urge to take him to High Rock and kill him. <laughs> I want to get him to follow me to Mayron's Day on deadlines, deadlines, and then, uh, and then close the Oblivion Gate behind me, so we never see him ever again. <laughs> so yeah, Jared. Carry on. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's the kind of he has cerebral palsy, so I feel awful saying oh, he's whoops. a twat. Like yeah. he's, he's no, kind of having like, cerebral palsy doesn't give you a free pass on no. being a twat. Exactly. So. I feel guilty about it, but I still am going to call him a twat because. That's like that's the Kevin Spacey excuse. Like you do anything again. Um, I'm, I've got cerebral palsy. Um, I now choose to live out my life as a man with cerebral palsy. <laughs> it's when you beat someone to death as a guitar. Well, when Kevin Spacey beats someone to death with a guitar and says, do, do, do you know I'm a guitar player? <laughs> so, uh, Jared Amara lost his seat. No, has, has his seat. He then went on to have a number of comments that he left on a Morrissey fan site dug up. Okay. Okay, so... He's Jack ult- looks amazed. Have you not seen he's, this? He's the ultimate sad boy. I'm, I'm so fucking ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Jared Amara is a particularly big Morrissey fan. Um, like, I know two people in this room are, which is unfortunate. Um, so, and we'll get on to Morrissey later. James, are um, you a Morrissey fan? Fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome back. A quarter of the audience. Third of the audience. I'm counting Dan. Um, Dan's working. For exposure, Dan. I'm not finding Morrissey songs ready. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he he left these on a Morrissey fan site when he was a younger man, 14 years ago. Are you going to read them verbatim? I'm going to read some of them. Um, So one includes, the only fat people out there who deserve our respect are those who are fat not because of their poor lifestyle. He posted that on a Morrissey fan forum. He posted forum. that on a Morrissey oh, fan forum. On a, on a, just the, the biggest thing about not just that comment, because I know what the other things say. Yeah. What kind of discussion about Morrissey yeah, what, lends what, itself what, to those comments? What was the name of that thread? <laughs> but uh, another comment he left said, Sack Sarah and the, 
and the four remaining members of Girls Aloud should come and have an orgy with me. Okay. <laughs> Which is really not appreciated. Where's Jared Amara's username on the Morrissey fan forum? I don't know. Is I it... don't know. Oh. I should... Really, I wish I... Jared Love Smith's gays. 22. <laughs> <laughs> I like how there's 21 other people with that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even go with the first one. Like, damn it, damn it. That's all it is. It's all manifestos in his like, forum signature. It's every day he makes a post, it's in everything. It's in a fucking outdated font. Like, it's all in Times New Roman. Who remembers BBS forums? Oh, <laughs> they don't exist anymore. So well. Envision Free? I was big into Envision Free forums. Yeah. Um, it wasn't V-Bottom. However, I went on to do a bit more research uh, beyond just Jared O'Mara. And Jordan, I've got a quiz just for you. Oh. Wait, so, what horrible old comments have you found? <laughs> so, okay. Oh, I'm going to read out four comments. One of them was posted online by a younger Benjamin Knight. Oh, no. One of them was No. <laughs> I've posted some awful things in the past. One of them was posted online by a younger James Alexander Jr. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, why is and this specifically for me, though? One was posted by a younger Robert Allen Owen. I... For some reason, I figured, well, one of us has got to do the quiz. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I figured okay. there's probably the least dirt I can find on Jordan. Thank but fuck. your look now says... I match, should... match the paper trail to the man. <laughs> um, on, the unfortunate man. thing was, I spent a while looking at, like, Ben, looking at your Newgrounds account. Okay. The, the problem with it is, <laughs> most of it is animations, and I can't quote them. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they're, they're all just fucking spam animations yeah. with, the, with the intention of making people angry. My favourite animation on Ben's Newgrounds is, is a trailer for a thing that he never made. Yeah. <laughs> He's just made a trailer that is literally a still picture. <laughs> My favourite animation on Ben's Newgrounds account is the one called Bill Murray. <laughs> two frames, one of Bill Murray's face. In a perfect, in like this case, stays completely static, and then there's his body underneath, and the only two frames are it going from side to side, and he just loops. <laughs> Especially if you do that and like name it sort of like Naruto hentai quiz. <laughs> the, the comments are always fantastically seething. <laughs> I wanted Naruto hentai. I ate my dick out. <laughs> Only to be greeted with the face of Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters. <laughs> this isn't my ping head waifu. <laughs> oh. This is Wes Anderson's favourite actor. <laughs> uh, this is star of stage and screen Bill Murray. Or William Murray to his mother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I vote this zero out of five. Blam this piece of crap. <laughs> See, I was too insecure as a kid. I couldn't have possibly posted that. I, 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 I was doing it. that since I was like 12. <laughs> I know, I've looked through There's a fucking sociopath. Yeah. You were a part of the clock crew, weren't yeah. you? I, I remember, because I, I used to browse Newgrounds a lot as a younger man as well, and I remember like distinctly fucking hating how active the clock crew were and just being like just scrolling through just like, fucking clock crew spamming the page with all this shit and then years later I found out that Ben was part of it <laughs> from the age of 12 I was just fucking doing posting on a website we both frequented um, I also looked through James's Reddit account <laughs> Panda from Eagle Ash <laughs> I've looked through that as well oh god <laughs> 
No, thing. I've actually said some awful things on that. Oh, there you have? No, I've, okay. I've deleted mine. There wasn't much, though. <laughs> I went back four years. Um, there wasn't much, though, that when taken out of context was still offensive. <laughs> so, you know, but I still managed to find something for each of you. The problem, the problem with mine is that when I went back through old Facebooks, for both me and James, when you go back sort of seven or eight years, we weren't shittier people we were just shittier at being the person we are now yeah i think so, so yeah it's sort of like we were still it was still making bad jokes but just they were worse bad jokes what does that mean yeah ben i mean yeah i mean have you got your comment from your reddit account or your Facebook? it's not it's from a website i ran when i was 10 oh from kn yeah oh yeah. no i knew he it's because yeah. if you ever like if anyone's ever interested in uh robbie's <laughs> reddit account uh squishy go um, like you, you scroll through it as I sometimes do, and it's just ninety nine percent of all the comments are him furiously posting to the to the rugby union yeah. subreddit. I am, okay, I am actually the third all time most upvoted person on the rugby union subreddit. Absolutely, yeah. That is a stat that I found recently. My, my one before proud. I deleted it is ninety nine percent of the posts was just um, like in like an Elder Scroll shit posting group. <laughs> um, so right. Okay. We have our comments, Jordan. Okay. So. I'm going to try and not give an yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to try so not to offend to, anyone. Yeah, we've got to stay completely what, still. What do you even remember? Just, 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 just like watch the lines form in my head like a really particularly cross Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I, won't, I won't look sideways, I'll just look straight on. Google, they've taken it too far, ellipsis. They have too much, there's no T, capital T. They have too much, ellipsis. My head hurts, four dots, that's not an ellipsis. And but there's no capital letters in any of this, right? Brackets. They've even started Gmail! Exclamation mark. Gmail's in inverted commas. I think I know who this is. However, much of their service is good. They're spelt wrong. Right. So, <laughs> so, so is so, that Jared O'Mara? Is it Ben? <laughs> is it me? Is it James? Oh, so Jared O'Mara's in this yeah, as well. Okay. That throws it in. But like, I remember having quite quite vitriolic conversations with Ben about how much we hate people misusing an ellipsis. So I'm going to assume that's Ben. That is not Ben. Is it not? not I've never misused an ellipsis, Jordan. Fuck. (laughs) I thought you were guilty about when you were younger. Who was that then? That was me. You? (laughs) Why were you so furious about Gmail? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I, 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 I like how someone like owning like an email of my client is is like taking everything for you. Like that's the line. (laughs) Even Gmail. (laughs) They've even made Gmail. Do you know what you wrote that? Like I didn't. Didn't believe it. Do you know why no, you wrote that? I created a new topic on the website, on the forum as well, to post this, because I was so angry about you. G- I then finished it, though, with, however, much of their service is good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was posted in October 2006. Oh, wow. So, I was 11. <laughs> oh, okay. That's half my age. So, I've got... I've, what, how was shit posting on Newgrounds at that age? So, uh, was this posted about a band that they like? Okay, not going to name the band, not to give anything away. Okay, their rhythm section is tighter than your mother when I took her virginity all those years ago. Wow. (laughs) I can't. I love James reacting like he didn't write that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not spoiling anything. I don't know if if I I did. I I mean, that that sounds like not the. I don't know. I don't think that that doesn't sound like the thing that any of you would write. So I'm I'm going for Jared Amara. You're absolutely spot on. Yeah. Jared O'Mara reviewed a band he liked from Sheffield when he saw them live in a local what was the band? paper. Um, I didn't write that down. Uh, um, 
They, but he, he wrote, their rhythm section is tighter than your mother when I took her virginity all those years ago. This is published in their student paper. And, and then what? went on to say, listening to them is even better than receiving fellatio from the beautifully pert lips of the wet mouth of Angelina Jolie. Okay. Jesus. He was 20. Fellatio? He was 20. Fellatio? Yeah. So he's, he's learned big words while he's at university. Fair I mean, fair. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, this Oblivion character's got a lot of mods on his... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, one out of one out of two so far. So, is it me or are all Christians insane? <laughs> James, <laughs> James. I just found a site that says Kurt Cobain was a homosexual murdering devil worshipper. James, <laughs> and another that says the movie Fight Club was made by Satan. James, <laughs> that, was, that was James in the <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck, man? 2009. November 2009. <laughs> Do you remember any of that? No. No. No memory of it whatsoever. You got a few comments from like people in school, and I think a couple of them were like, "Yeah, they shouldn't say that about Kurt Cobain. I love Nirvana too because I'm 14." <laughs> <laughs> and then some of them were more like, "Got my shirt and everything." <laughs> yeah. Nirvana will the, the edgiest teenage band. I've got, yeah. the, I've got the poster of Kurt Cobain smoking. You know, I'm free. <laughs> kind of a big deal I had um, when I was in my teenage years um, I got bought one Christmas and I fucking uh, cherished it forever um, like a sort of um, what was, it, it was like a canvas print of a picture yeah. of Kurt Cobain it's not the one I've been smoking it's the one where he's just wearing like guy liner and he's yeah. just looking really sort of just smokily into so, the lens and I got it and it was on my wall for years and years <laughs> and then recently I moved back home and my mum hung it back up and like, I had to like sit her down and just be like, I'm not that into Kirk <laughs> I, I used to have the poster of um, uh, of Johnny Cash flipping off the camera. I've which got, uh, which, which, which I own as a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, who said this? The ocean is salty, but on the other hand, the pool is mostly full of piss and chlorine. Well, like, that sounds like... There- a- but I, like, I shouldn't take part. This isn't for me. It was, I was just going to say, I did, it doesn't sound like something I think that Ben would say now. But <laughs> it was the thing about reading back through Ben's sort of old posts is that most of them were just really boring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You post things like is having breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> basically, basically, that's how we used to think. You like you used Facebook as sort of like speaking third because like basically your post used to like come straight after your name, so I just speak yeah. in third person. <laughs> There was one great one where you posted saying one day, uh, does anyone fancy seeing Avatar on Friday? And then you posted the next day saying, I need one more person to come see Avatar with me. <laughs> and then the next day said, is about to see Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it was then really good. the following day said, just seen Avatar, it blew my mind. Definitely one of my favourite films. <laughs> ben, where do you sign an Avatar now? <laughs> I don't remember any of Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that saga of trying to recruit people to go and see Avatar? Yeah. No. <laughs> but I, I, I do remember I saw Avatar with three other people. <laughs> and it's interesting, though, that like if you saw it with three other people, that two people responded and said, yeah, I'll come to Avatar with you. And then you were like, I'm sorry, but you're not enough. <laughs> it was, it, it, it was, I need it was, another person. It was, it was Orange Wednesdays, two for one. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, when did I say the thing about piss and chlorine? Um... That was in July 2009. Really? Yes. <laughs> Why did I say that? I don't know. That was self-contained as well. There was no context. I didn't <laughs> yeah. around it. What? No context. I don't, remember, I don't remember saying that at all. 
I'm really glad you did. Eight on years me. ago. <laughs> oh, I might. I just the next podcast. I just posted like shit tons of song lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> so. there was quite a lot of that in both of yours actually. <laughs> <laughs> I. I very vividly remember the only song lyric I ever posted as a teenager on Facebook was... Um, was it Half Man, Half Biscuit? No, no, okay. I once posted that quoting it saying as Half Man, Half Biscuit once said because it seemed topical. Uh, and the other one was a quote from This Charming Man by The Smiths. Because oh, uh, I was also 14. Uh, um, so yeah, just finally, I just want to finish on uh, another quote from Jared O'Mara. Okay. I find it funny how some homosexuals think they have a monopoly on being subject to abuse. They should try being ginger. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, Jared. That was... it's, it's really interesting how there's never been a ginger gay person as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened. Surely he'd get more shit about the fact he had cerebral palsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, surely boy. being ginger is secondary to you know, <laughs> him being the way he is. What? <laughs> you can't blame James. He grew up in Macclesfield. <laughs> So, yeah, I just think Jared Omar was 20 when he wrote most of those. He was sort of between 19 and 21 when he was acting on that Morrissey fan site. And I just think it's worth saying he's tried to pass it off as being, oh, I was a younger man then. No, you were old enough to know better. I think there's a certain age, like, don't we agree as society, like, when you reach 18, that's generally an age where, yeah. right, you've got enough sense to know the consequences mm. of your actions. I, 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 think, I think with the quotes Robbie got from us, we were both 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was 11, like, I was even younger. Um, but yeah, no, I just think he's a, probably a disgusting man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of disgusting men, here's James to do a thing. Uh-huh. No, because it's on. Oh, here George we go. Osborne. Um, now, obviously, George Osborne. Um, I think out of any figure possibly at all that exists that we have mocked on verbal discharge, there has been nobody we have focused on as intensely as George Osborne. Mm. He truly is the worst fucking person in the world. Um, and this year, uh, some stuff happened, and he said a thing that mm. I thought was very interesting. I mean, he resigned as an MP. And he then became editor of the Evening Standard, which were it was an interesting sort of turn of events, and definitely not a result of, of any sort of him just being rich nepotism. Well, he, he he did, he did, but like just as a kind of recap of who he is, like I could stand here and we, we could talk about his politics. Mm. We could talk about how during the years he was Chancellor of the Exchequer, he promised <laughs> that he would bring the UK's deficit uh, into sorry the UK's budget into a surplus within five years, during which time he subjected the poorest in our country to crushing austerity, whilst giving you know top earners and big businesses really generous tax breaks. Uh, in 2012, he tried to um, stop HSB executives facing criminal charges when they were caught laundering money for Mexican drug cartels, um, and he once claimed a hundred thousand pounds of taxpayers' money in ex- uh, taxpayers' money in expenses so that he could build a paddock for his second home. Why do you need horses that bad? <laughs> um, I'm really shaking about They need fucking horses! So we just, like, we Maybe could... it's just an excuse to have cats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, it's I'm, for the horses. I need to tranquilise my, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's a very interesting man, and I thought instead, like, given what he said, some of you all no doubt know what it was, we're not going to focus on his politics. We're just going to focus on how fucking weird he is. So, here he is. 
Just look at that face. Stare, look at his eyes piercing your soul. What's going on with his hairline? What's going on with fucking any of it? <laughs> it's running away from his strange reptilian face. Um, so this is George Osborne. Uh, his real name is Gideon. Yeah. Uh, he got a 2-1 in modern history from Oxford University. Um, and he, uh, at the age of 15, had a £4 million trust fund set up for him by his dad, who uh, earned a fortune selling wallpaper. The rich wallpaper man. Yeah. The rich yeah. wallpaper man. It was made of wallpaper. <laughs> so, um, he slip through cracks in walls. Let's, let, let's just... <laughs> <laughs> be like a, some sort of Lovecraftian abomination. I like that not only is that a skill, but it's yeah. a skill that's profitable enough to generate millions and millions of pounds. He stole so much money. Yeah. By just slipping yeah. through yeah. walls. Because they're notes, he can just slip them out with yeah. them. Yeah. It's like a scene in a film when they're all gathered around the heist table and just like, oh, how are we going to get into this bank? Let's get crafty Pete who can, who can become two-dimensional. Gideon Senior, the wallpaper man. There's a, uh, there's a scene in the film where there's a guard coming towards him and he's really worried that he's about to be seen so he just stands in profile. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the guard's like, what the fuck's this line? <laughs> we get back to the, the chief of the, guard, of the prison, the bank. He sat there at the top. Oh, God, God damn it, A4P's done us again. <laughs> Slaps the table. Um, so basically, what I've done um, to preface the quote, which we will work up to, um, I <laughs> trawled through years and years worth of his history and found just some of what I believe are his uh, finest moments. Did you find anything he posted on Reddit in 2009? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he doesn't have a Reddit account, sadly. Oh. Which, which, uh, he's a secret he's, one. He's like Anna probably, Kendrick. Probably. Yeah. Talked about a lot. Yeah. He's posting on incels. <laughs> That's not been closed down. Though. Yes. <laughs> he keeps posting on the conservative subreddit. Have you seen the conservative subreddit? I never have. Like, Reddit isn't the most uh, conservative, politi- like uh, politically conservative place at the best of times. But if you go on there, like eighty percent of the posts are just posts from Labour. Just <laughs> like, ha ha, you're doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, imagine that in sort of like a, like a physical environment, just like this little conservative clubhouse, every sort of their tiny door will open up. Colvin will stick his face through it and go, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what, fucking Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. And then, and then it'll close, and then like, we're trying to hit it with a broom or something, and then another door will open it, and Colvin's like looking down from the ceiling, and <laughs> George Osborne's recoiling in the corner, and his face just appears next to him, like, The Brexit Secretary resigned! <laughs> Um, so what we've got here, um, in 2012, um, George Osborne appeared on the Andrew Marr show, um, and Andrew Marr used to sign off all of his shows uh, by having a live musical act in, yeah. and here we can see George Osborne's take on music. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I put that one in. camera pans back to him and you see him see the fact that the camera's looking at him and he's just and he's like oh yeah and he starts nodding his head along with the music (laughs) (laughs) 
like he's he's a profound he, figure. He, he then begins to look at the other guests, notice that they're not nodding along, stops, then looks back to the camera and starts again. <laughs> Like he's he's profound because he's he's a figure. Like he is the absolute definitive, just epitome of everything that is disgusting about conservatives. Like yeah. like he's just this privileged piece of shit, who, like I think he's more concerned forever about his appearance than he is actually presenting his own views. And th- th- there you see, like when he's nodding his head, he sees other people not. He doesn't know which crowds to cater to, and as you see the parts of his brain beginning to fucking short circuit. <laughs> no, at the same time, I wouldn't know how to act at a keen gig. <laughs> well, to be fair, neither would I, because by all accounts, they're a shit band. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably just nod passively. Well, maybe it's just the different parts of the song. Maybe he really liked the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> he just slowly got into it. And then he got, kind of got to the bridge and he was like... <laughs> the second Back verse to the is a week. <laughs> um, so next this is a picture of him uh, from the 8th of April 2013 at Margaret Thatcher's funeral um, you'll notice there David Cameron's smiling that is ding dong the witch is dead <laughs> you've got uh, David Cameron and his wife Samantha Cameron there looking really really cheerful and then you'll notice that the woman to George Osborne's Sorry, right on the left of the frame uh, that's his wife. Oh. Uh, and they're both pulling exactly the same face, <laughs> which, which does intrigue me. Do you think they're the same person? Like, he's just projecting an image next to him. It's like a hologram wife. I think, so. I think when yeah. people come over to his house, he's like, oh, yes, I'll tell my wife that, you'll be, that she'll really like this. And then he goes into a cupboard. <laughs> and then his wife comes out, and it's him, but with a wig on. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about one of those street performers who basically like, have like a mannequin like dressed like they are, about sort of like, is attached to move. Along with them, let's, all times. Yeah. let's face it, George Osborne has the money to fork out for an animatronic real doll. <laughs> yeah. Animatronic real doll? Yeah. That's a good band name. Yeah. <laughs> Write that one down. Later, later. Um, so, uh, another interesting thing about this, I think just to, to the upper right of the frame, you can see the face of acclaimed filmmaker Michael Moore. <laughs> it's not Michael Moore, it's just some woman. <laughs> Um, so up next, um, we've got um, George Osborne. Um, I've zoomed, I, I edited the video that you're about to see, uh, snipped it down to the most concise bit. Um, this is him looking a little bit, basically, he just looks off his tits. Uh, at Prime oh, Min- I like this one. At like Prime this. Minister's Questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen somebody in a K-hole in Parliament. He's doing that thing now where he's thinking to himself, like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Scratching his nose. But it's like, I, I've only got that, that's the bit where he's looking the most fucked. But the act, I watched the, like, basically the entire session of um, that entire sitting of uh, PMQs, which was in November 2014. And he does really weird shit throughout. I haven't got the videos, but there's a bit when to himself, he just goes, Bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another bit when he shuffles really uncomfortably. He gets up, pours some water into a glass, and then just leaves it. Because <laughs> doesn't drink any. We, people think we're joking about the cocaine addiction. No, it's, it's, it's like it's, uh, it's repeatedly. Been the it's been referenced. Yeah. Um, um, Dennis Skinner got yes. kicked out of um, the Commons in 2014. 
for saying the only thing that's grown under this Conservative government are the lines of coke under George Osborne's nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Osborne tried to introduce the very controversial sugar tax a few years ago, um, there was a Lib Dem MP who got kicked out of the Commons for saying, finally the Chancellor has realised the dangers of coke. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I'd written that joke to do it on the podcast that week. And then someone said it in Parliament. Uh, I've, been, I've been beaten by someone more important than me. Um, up next, we've got a very short... Like I was at though, school when I got hit by a teacher. Um, this is um, George Osborne enjoying the music of some Christmas carolers. <laughs> that is just pure childish joy, though. Look at that. He enjoyed that so much more than Keen. Can we, I actually, I'm going to go back. I want to watch that again. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's the little jaw wiggle in a second. Jaw like a fucking pendulum. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> doing too much Mandy. Um, another thing that he's known for, and everyone, like, I, I remember just how much this got fucking circulated online when he did it. So, uh, in the 2015 Tory party conference, obviously, it was the election year going into a new government, Conservatives needed to really stake out a claim that they were strong, they were a party to be trusted. Osborne needed to be seen to be someone who could be trusted with the economy. He needed to be strong, he needed to be stable, he needed to go out there and his entire body needed to project, I'm the man to get shit done. And he came out and he stood like this. <laughs> <laughs> Not the man to get shit done, but get shit faced. <laughs> Um, oh, that, that thigh gap. That's not comfortable though. Like, his feet are turned towards him. Maybe other. he was told by a scoutmaster to stand at ease. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I appreciate how niche that reference is. Um, but he had a very interesting time um, in the wake of the EU referendum because mm. obviously his friend David Cameron, who had kept him in power for many years, resigned. Um, and George Osborne was forced into a situation where Theresa May kicked him out of Parliament and he didn't like it. And for a little bit, he was just a lowly MP. So he eventually managed to secure a really cushy job as the editor of the London Evening Standard. Um, and during which time he made quite a well-known claim for himself for basically just using it as a platform to attack all of the people that he dislikes, yes. mostly other Tories. Uh, this is the front page of the London Evening Standard the day his editorship began. Uh, I think that says Brussels twists knife on Brexit. And then I can't quite read it from here, but there's a little section just below that is just basically just laying into Theresa May and her inability to lead. But clearly, gets on Cardi Levine. So, yeah, yeah, mad fan of Cardi Levine. In fact, even at the top, there is a little caricature of Theresa May as Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> but then, that's, that's somebody's fetish. Um, <laughs> um, getting into now what he actually said. Now, I think we've gained quite a decent understanding now of who George Osborne is. Yeah, I think, having seen all that imagery on him. Um, this year, in September, Esquire uh, did a profile of him. Uh, and this was the opening paragraph of that profile. Uh, a little after 6.30, nearly every weekday morning, George Osborne, 46 years old, tall, rich, boyish, tireless, takes the bus from Notting Hill in West London, where he lives, to Kensington High Street, where he works, orders his breakfast to take away from Leon, arrives at the marbled and airy headquarters of the London Evening Standard, takes the lift to the second floor, enters his corner office, and sets about destroying his political enemies. And then a little bit later on, 
He said a thing and was quoted as saying it, and it was this. According to one staffer at the newspaper, Osborne has told more than one person that he will not rest until Theresa May is chopped up in bags in my freezer. <laughs> well, my favourite is he, he lives in Notting Hill, which is, I can't get, I can't hear Notting Hill without thinking of the film and just imagining him stood there in front of Theresa May saying, I'm just a boy standing in front of a girl, asking him to get chopped up and sit inside my freezer. <laughs> Do you think there's a, I imagine that like every day when he goes to work, it's a bit like the climax of the film, so he puts his earphones in and so glad we made it, like the Turner Overdrive starts playing and he goes, he's got all his friends in his car with him. I can imagine like having chopped up Teresa in your fridge is a bit like having frozen pumpkin in your in your freezer afterwards. It, it was a bit scary when it was all carved out, but now it's just stringy and yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's made of string, <laughs> sinew more. Yeah. Just, but what do you think that says about the man himself that he would openly say to like? And it's very clear he said it to more than one person, mm. word for word. I want Teresa May chopped up in bags in my freezer. To be fair, I think I've heard you say worse on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but think, I'm not a politician. I think you said worse on Reddit yeah. in 2009. <laughs> I didn't have Reddit in 2009. Why in bags and why in his freezer, though? Why not just chopped up? Well, he's not, he's not, he's not a savage, Jordan. He's not just going to put her all in there. He's going to put her in bags. Make a nice Theresa Tartar. Do, do you think he'll like designate a shelf for Theresa May? Or he put it in like just chaos. Like he's got the mixed veg on one for the aisle, the meat on another. Teresa. Yeah. Like, I've got to move my frozen pizza. No, but, 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 this is quite important. Like, what kind of bags do we think he's going to put her in? Like, is he going like, to put in the put in the effort and put her in sandwich bags, like buy some uh, special like freezer yeah, bags, yeah. freezer bags, or, or is he or is he just going to get like some Tesco bags? He, he already had his uh, already had his plastic bag drawer. Well, and I, use that and put her in. I think the problem with cutting up the prime minister and uh, putting her in your freezer and sandwich bags is that, you know, that requires a lot more cutting, and in that time, you know, the meat would start to rot, and you don't yeah. want that. I think, if he, you know what, if anything, it shows that he's fucking stupid more than anything. Because <laughs> if he had a lick of sense about him, he'd just put her in Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> I think if he really wanted to hide it all, he could cut his cocaine with just ground-up Teresa and snort it all. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a Friday night, isn't it? <laughs> but would you, would you believe, though, that... George Osborne could be the sort of person. Would you think that this innocent face <laughs> would say such a thing? And that's what, why I don't like George Osborne. <laughs> so, on the subject of people we don't like that took part in the election, oh no, George Osborne was in part in the election, there we go, never mind. Uh, in the fallout of, there's another man. Paul Nuttall. Oh, there he is. Now, Paul Nuttall, I think, had a, quite an interesting year because he ran for election twice and lost both times. Yes, he did. So the first time, I think it's worth mentioning, he ran in Stoke. He did. The worst place yeah. in the kingdom. Yes. In the kingdom. In the kingdom. The worst place in the kingdom. Century am I living in. Yeah. It's, it's full of the plebs. <laughs> it's the worst zone in this fucking MMO yeah. landscape. <laughs> There's no balls to hunt for XP. <laughs> but there's Jared O'Mara hanging The levelling's fucked. <laughs> so yeah, he ran in Stoke, and in which time, my favourite detail of that sort of by-election that he ran in uh, was that he pretended to live in a house in Stoke that he didn't live in and had oh, never yeah. visited. So he claimed this house, and it was like basically the size of this table. He claimed to be his plan. It was a flat, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like, it was a flat, and he bought it like two weeks before the election started, I think with UKIP money. Yeah. 
and then just said, yes, this is my house, I live in Stoke now. Yeah. And, then, and then he'd go on the campaign trail, and at the end of every day, he would get the train back yeah. to where he actually lives. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he claimed that he lived there. when None of the other candidates were claiming to live in... Well, one of them did actually live in Stoke and was from Stoke. But two of the others running didn't claim to live in Stoke. They knew they lived, they lived in London, and that was fine, and they didn't claim to do so. So it was a lie that completely blew up his face when sort of Channel 4 confronted him on it. And I wish I'd pulled the clip now because James has made me look ill-prepared. Um, <laughs> basically, Channel 4 uh, pulled him up on it and sort of took him to task and he eventually admitted the fact he'd never even been to this place. Um, which then blew up his face and the whole campaign sort of went up from there. He admitted that he, he claimed to have been at Hillsborough when the disaster happened. He wasn't. He lied about that. Um, <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I, he, I claimed I, to have been there with his dad. He was not. I, 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 you say in primary school, there was a, me and my dad were at the Hillsborough disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's, he's, he's saying it blew up in his face like like people beforehand believed that Paul Nuttall was a trustworthy man. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he looks like Eddie Hitler from Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that he fucking blames him, Israel. He's like, well, when me and my dad were at the siege of Troy. <laughs> when me and my dad stormed the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> Tell you, there were no immigrants there. <laughs> no, the, the lie Paul Nutto told, it was the equivalent of, the political equivalent, of when I was in year 11, um, I accidentally poured water down my trousers, and I told a girl that I fancied that I'd wet myself because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> How did that one play out? Was she... um, oh, rubbish. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought I'd always was... thought you were the sort of boy to piss yourself, but now you're <laughs> And she's in here today. I, yeah. <laughs> I realised it was a bad idea about the moment you mentioned adult nappies. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, oh, no. That's heartbreaking. When I look back on that, I realised that was never a good idea. Was she just taking pity on you? Did she actually take you aside and I say, mean, look, Robbie, there are... It was better than taking the piss. That, because you could, right. would have had... No, she would have had to bend down and just mop it out. Um, Robbie, there, 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 are, there are anecdotes really? you tell me that, that like convince me you're living in a mid-2000s Ben Stiller movie. <laughs> I wish I wasn't. Like I yeah I wish I'd move on to his sort of Noah Baumbach period. There we go. Um, so uh, Paul Nuttall was then replaced as UKIP leader by this man. Can anyone tell me who he is? <laughs> now this is the Do thing. Any of you know his this name? is the thing. Robbie actually told us this, and I've already forgotten. <laughs> Come on, Robin. Is it, not Robbie. Is Jordan. it Spono the Foul? <laughs> <laughs> is it Racist Bill? <laughs> Racist Bill. He was my favourite four character. Is it Root Boy? <laughs> root Boy? He looks like, he looks like an, an engorged root. What do you think his middle name is on Facebook? Is this John <laughs> I Hate Brown People Smith? No, it's, no, it's just John British. He looks, yeah, no, he yeah. looks like the kind Study of that! School of life! <laughs> School of hard knocks. He looks like the kind of person that's not actually racist and is just doing it because he thinks it's cool. <laughs> you know, do you think the School of Life has a sick form attached? <laughs> Can you go to the sick form of life? <laughs> You know, I think that's, I think that's so, just like life when, when like you become an age where your parents stop picking your clothes for you. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't that what sixth form was? Unless your sixth form had a uniform. No. Mine didn't. That, that was the big freedom. They were like, it's like school, except you can wear your own clothes. Yeah. What? I told the teachers by the first names. Oh, we so never did that. Oh, no. We had a uniform at my sixth form. But we got to play football with the teachers. So that was it, why it was sold first. It's like, it's like school, but you can play five-a-side with the teachers. It's like, fuck yeah. John, didn't you go to sick form twice? Um, well, I went to... 
Now, I went to sick form once, I went to college once. It, they're definitely not the same thing, and you definitely don't do A-levels at both of them. J- J- Jordan, can you tell me, like, why, as a child, the fact that playing five-a-side with full-grown teachers appealed to you? Because it, it, they're, they're, like, three times your size, they'll, they'll smash you. One of them, one of them, my old PE teacher, Mr. Thomas, the one that wasn't done for soliciting a blowjob off a 15-year-old. <laughs> Not wow. naming names, but Mr. Thorpe, we used to call him the Torpedo, like, <laughs> thought by name, Torpedo by nature. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so clever, that's for, that's so clever for school children. <laughs> yeah, it almost suggests like it was circulated by one of the other teachers. But no, yeah. oi, oi, I heard one of the other kids say this, don't repeat it, whatever you do. <laughs> the English language teacher, like, spent a week, like, formulating that in his office. <laughs> Oh dear! I imagine if he's got like he's got bits of it written on a chalkboard behind him, and he's having to go back and like add bits in in brackets, and he slowly formulates this joke. Oh, Peter! My uh, favourite teacher in sixth form. Uh, <laughs> we moved on. Uh, sorry, sorry. Just uh, my yeah. favourite teacher in sixth form, Mr. Davis, who I've spoken about before on the show, um, got kicked out of the school for referring to a ginger girl as soulless. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually kind of consolidates what Jared O'Mara said. <laughs> this was Big Dick Davis himself. It was Big yeah. Dick Davis himself. Big Dick Davis himself. <laughs> who, so, who, who was known for A, being really good at teaching English, and B, having <laughs> a noticeably big penis. <laughs> you've quite, you've, you played that down a bit, because you've never said noticeably. <laughs> you've been like, he's got a massive fucking dick. But you, but you wouldn't notice it, though. You wouldn't tell by looking at him. Well, it was, because like, like, I've, I've told the story before, but for anyone who hasn't heard it, basically, everyone used to just this talk about him, just like, oh, that's Mr. Davis, he's got a big penis. And I would just be like, oh, yeah, sure, it's just like some childish rumour. It's okay circulate. And then one day, um, he was leaning against the whiteboard in an English <laughs> lesson, and I saw it down his leg. And it was, and it was at his fucking knee. Like, it was, it, there, was, there was some heft to it. I don't know, it was that, either, or he was just, I don't know, like smuggling a cucumber. <laughs> so, speaking of massive cocks, Henry Bolton, the new leader of UKIP, Henry Bolton. Henry Bolton. Why, do, why does he have the surname of literally like the antagonist house from Game of Thrones? <laughs> he is, he is, his name is Henry Bolton. Um, but He looks like a Bond villain. <laughs> he does a bit, but like a Daniel Craig one. Yeah, I'm like a bit edgier one, more like serious. Like he, he doesn't have like a laser eyeball or something like that. See, like, this is something I think that this new sort of Tory government has come in in the last few months under... Um, since the election, since the 2017 election, is a bit like Bond movie, Bond villains in a Roger Moore film, as opposed to the ones in Daniel Craig movies before. Speaking Whereas of Roger Moore, they were sort of, it was time to a point, but go on. But before they were sort of snide, and you know, they'd sit at the top of the headquarters, sn- sneakily planning, and he'd get there and it'd be a man in a suit who'd be really good at karate, but only for one scene. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in the sort of older Roger Moore ones, they sat in a volcano stroking their pet, right? Gavin Williamson, who is the new... Um, that He's just taken Michael Fallon's job uh, after he resigned because he was a bit of a nasty sex man. Um, and yeah, We're Gav- sorry, Michael Fallon. We've got to kick you out of the cabinet because you're a nasty sex man. That's a good uh, subtitle for 2017, though, honestly, the year of a nasty sex man. <laughs> I, I think I bought that... Per- 
perfume. Do you think that was, that was formally documented on his P45? <laughs> <laughs> Reason for ejection <laughs> from the company. No, I, I, I thought you meant like on his CV or something. Like, so like, is no, that no, like, it's not like, knowledge. Like, 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 2007, nasty sex man. Like, <laughs> my, my responsibilities. Great, great people person. Him. Wonderful written language. Nasty sex man. <laughs> Shouldn't know what we're getting into. No, but he sits at his... No, um, Gavin Williamson, who replaced him, sits at his desk. He's been told off numerous times for bringing a tarantula into Parliament with him. Fucking seriously? Yeah. He bring, right, and he keeps it at his desk in the Commons. Okay. He, keeps, he was one of the Tory chief whips before, and he used to keep <laughs> at his desk a tarantula, and he'd bring it into Commons and use it as an intimidation device. That's ludicrous. <laughs> That's absolutely ludicrous. Let's fucking bottle us those slices like, what's wrong? You speak like there's a tarantula. Don't worry, he's not poisonous until you move. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the film, when like uh, he's been sort of cornered by the protagonist, does he still start twitching and then a tarantula's legs climb out of his mouth and he sheds his skin and reveals he was a giant tarantula the whole time? Okay, right, but you may... <laughs> Damien Green, mother of tarantulas. <laughs> hey, I, I think it's... I can see why uh, the Tory MPs that come to see him at his desk are scared and why they told him off. Because, because when you get there, right, you're confronted with this, this horrible, slimy, hairy creature and then also a tarantula... <laughs> hey, joke like comedy. Where's, no, no. where's this one going? <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, no, you joke about um, tarantulas and toys being. It's all behind the door. Let them in. Ben, can I do my joke, please? <laughs> Go for it. This is a comedy <laughs> festival. Uh, no, you talk. You talk about. Now it doesn't sound spontaneous. It's not. Um, you talk about tarantulas and toys being so different, but they were both inspiration for villains in Harry Potter. Wait, wasn't the tarantula friendly in Harry Potter? No, he tried to kill Harry and Ron. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but like, does that strictly make it a villain? Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, like, to be, to as, be fair, if I was a teacher at that school and I had some fucking kids that always broke the rules and went after, like, I'd want to kill them. <laughs> I'd be like, have you got any idea how much paperwork I've got to fill out now, Harry? And they'd be like, oh, but we've got Voldemort's come back and he's possessed a walrus in it. <laughs> parents I can send a letter to <laughs> you, you haven't learned anything <laughs> okay do you know what Gavin Williamson's tarantula is called Ron makes it Mr. Kill <laughs> you're, not, you're not actually be careful sir because Mr. Kill becomes poisonous when you tell a lie <laughs> <laughs> you're not actually a million miles away Control time! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you mean as in Kronos? As in the Titan in Greek mythology yeah. that holds up the world? Yeah. Why would you name a tarantula? <laughs> <laughs> right, but also because Harry Potter, right? If he was in Harry Potter, he could be Kronos the Patronus. Fucking hell. I think that deserves that one mean spirited laugh. <laughs> This was in the list of material I wrote and thought, probably don't do this. <laughs> um, but no, Henry Bolton, who is the leader of UKIP, took over from a one Mr. Paul Nuttall. Um, right, he was interviewed by Russia Today uh, shortly after he took over the UKIP job, shortly after he got it, uh, which actually Morrissey was upset about. Morrissey said that uh, it wa- he wasn't a controversial enough figure to lead UKIP. 
He was a safe choice, <laughs> and therefore he was the wrong man for the job. Wait, is Morris insistent that UKIP needs someone controversial? Yeah, Morris. He thinks that yeah, they need they shouldn't go with the safe option. Uh, they should have gone with Richard Blackface. <laughs> so, uh, It doesn't sound a million miles away from a UK candidate, really. <laughs> so, um, no, Henry Bolton was interviewed by Rush Today shortly after he, he was named leader of UKIP. Um, in which time, they talked about possible initiation ceremonies they could do to prove that he was the sort of man that should be able to lead UKIP and should be able to lead these people. I can't fucking um, wait for this. So, he suggested that a great initiation for leader of UKIP would be that he could chase a badger across a moor Catch it, snap its neck, kill it, and eat it. Okay. Wait, what? Seriously? Yeah. He said that he should chase the badger. Actually, he didn't even say he should eat it. He just said he should chase it across a moor, kill it with his bare hands. And eat it raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, to, to be fair, though, that badger's own defence mechanism is to, uh, um, is to be, a, be a funny um, kids' show in the 90s and oh, very, very you... intel jokes. No, because I was getting... Right, okay. But I wondered what this would look like, how this would go. And I thought, the only uh, way we got a dramatic reenactment like the only I'm way... on crime watch. <laughs> <laughs> the only way we could possibly do this is as a puppet show. Did they get the back Oh, I've been waiting for this puppet, puppet show. show. Oh, shit! <laughs> so, earlier today, me and Jordan were looking around Nottingham. It was really fucking weird. Because Robbie was taking me on a tour, <laughs> yeah. and then he was like, wait a minute, I need to go into here and buy something. <laughs> That, that, you, you nailed Robbie's cadence. <laughs> yeah. Was that, I need to buy this puppet of a badger for no reason. Robbie snapped its neck. <laughs> so this is a puppet of a badger. Um, I was going to ask the audience for volunteers and give them bread with that. Uh, do, do we want to do that? Does anyone want to volunteer from the audience? Yeah, okay. Jack. One so brave soul. Jack, you want to come up to you? <laughs> give a big round of applause for Jack. And I feel, what about as such, as a reward, I want to hand over. <laughs> yes. uh, James, do you want to do the honours? It's Tesco Toasty Thick Bread. Yeah, this is literally the cheapest loaf of bread in the Tesco down the road. <laughs> Jack Cunnington, you have come to the Verbal Discharge Show and you have come onto stage. It's time for you to receive this loaf of bread! Yay! We need, fucking need bread as well. <laughs> <laughs> so... I was hoping that Jack and one of you three would volunteer as well to be part of this puppet show. Okay, I'll go, I'll go for it. Okay, good because okay. I desperately need a piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if one of you wants to be, wants to play the role of Henry Bolton, and the other plays the badger. Oh, can I be the badger, please? You can be the badger. <laughs> I feel, should so, we? Should, should the rest of us that aren't involved in this like stand to one side? So, so. no. If, if Ben, you want to get up for the front. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to be the narrator. Because I'm the one that's Have you written a whole script for this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay. So. Richard Blackface and the Badger. <laughs> I just going to say. Biden Blighton. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel Lewis has retired. There is a gap open in the acting world. Kevin Space is well, also gone. This could be a big break. Okay. I'm okay. Really Maintain eye contact, Jerry. Don't look away. I won't. Don't so. Believe me. This is Henry Bolton. He is a loving, honest, and decent fascist. 
<laughs> He's the kind of man who qualifies his statements. I have a great deal of respect for Muslims as a people, he once said, before going on to say they are swamping the country. He's considered remarkably considerate for a racist, so much so that Morrissey criticised him as being too safe for UKIP. Henry, how are you feeling today? Not too bad. <laughs> are you into character? I of agree. course. <laughs> One day, Henry went for a walk through the moors. Then yeah. an idea... <laughs> Then an idea popped into Henry's head. I fancy killing a badger, he said. So, <laughs> so Henry went looking for a badger to kill. He didn't know where to find a badger, but then he remembered some wise words he once heard that everybody knows. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was, for those that didn't hear that, that was everybody knows Badger loves mashed potato from the hit Naughties TV series it's Bodger and Badger Naddies you know that's Nadies. when it was Nadine from Goes Aloud who Jared and Marvel's have an orgy with yeah so yeah everyone you know Badger loves mashed potato so he laid out a whole pile of mashed potato he had his mince mash with him he spat on it a bit and <laughs> <laughs> hey presto soon enough a badger appeared oh I can smell mashed potato massive. <laughs> <laughs> What's all this then? Simon! Simon, you mashed potato! <laughs> oh, hello, Badger. Please, may I kill you? asked Henry. You fairy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, replied the Badger, and he ran away. What are you all about? <laughs> <laughs> Badger's top speed is 30 miles an hour. <laughs> the average top running speed. The average top running speed for a 54-year-old man like Bolton, and frankly, I reckon he'd be a tad below the average top speed, is 16.4 miles an hour. For reference, Usain Bolt runs the 100 meters at 44 miles an hour. Um, so he's a he's a bit more like Bolt off than Bolt on. <laughs> Henry chased the badger across the whole moor. Ooh. Which is like the whole room. So you could, if you want, run around the whole room, or you can just do that. I don't That's wanna. more efficient. <laughs> <laughs> the badger using like Bugs Bunny's type tactics. He chased the badger for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any idea how Gosh. tight these jeans are? I'm not <laughs> Henry, who was born in Kenya, and that's actually true. I'm not just saying because he's black. <laughs> never got Kenya. He's born in Kenya. Uh, never got close to catching the badger until about six p.m when the badger stopped for its scheduled mashed potato oh, dinner. Oh, I'm really tired. We're <laughs> <laughs> <some> mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> Henry snuck up on the badger. <laughs> and he caught it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to break its neck. Oh, no, please, Simon, <laughs> Simon! <laughs> Mercy! <laughs> However... Badgers have incredibly well-enforced spines that are very difficult to break, and no matter how hard he tried, Henry just couldn't break the badger's neck. I'm invincible, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Much like he just couldn't break into the Lib Dem party, which he was a member of until 2014, when he defected and joined UKIP. I've lived for a thousand years, Mouse. <laughs> Nothing's ki- nothing can kill me. <laughs> Upon joining UKIP, Bolton became UKIP leader inside three years, which is actually six months behind the average. 
The badger. <laughs> the badger had had enough. He bit Henry on the arm. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. You ruined that loaf of bread. <laughs> Badger's jaw can never dislocate, and he chews right through Henry until oh. his arm was clean off. I'm going to fucking kill you, dickhead! <laughs> <laughs> His arm came clean off, a bit like James Franco in 127 hours, which is incidentally about how long he's going to last as UKIP leader. <laughs> Henry went home to his Russian wife, Tanita. On his way, he considered... <laughs> he considered using his current rage, told his Dutch first wife... Uh, I forgot to write a name down. His workplace hostage at gunpoint, but decided against it. We have a big round of applause from the one... The Jack- that was Oscar-worthy. That was fantastic. That's best actor. <laughs> Next actor, 2018. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, eat your fucking heart out. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us towards the section in which we were going to call a break. That's our break. Should we have a break? <laughs> that needs a break. break. Uh, okay. Thank you. 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 We've mentioned this before, but it was that evening, the first time I met Jordan's mum, when he, when she said afterwards, you all look lovely, except my son who looks gay. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because, look, look, look at the context, Jordan had a shirt with a flower on it. <laughs> Several flowers, actually. Yeah. I think damned homosexuals in their shirts with flowers on! <laughs> I think I said this the other day, um, I worry I said it on the podcast, no, I don't think I did, um, but I think in a lot of sort of groups of friends... They have, like, what I've learned from having watched lots of teen movies is one of the group of them has a designated hot mom. But instead, we've got a racist mom. <laughs> Jordan's mom has opinions on Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. So, if, wait, if we were all characters from a teen movie, like, one of us has got to be, like, the smart one, one of us has got to be. The sport, the athletic one. The sport one. One, one of us is the hot one, and the other is the edgy one. Who's who's which? I feel which? like they're all Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> no, James is the edgy one. Why James am I the, the edgy, edgy one? one? You're from the north. You're the only one that goes. <laughs> Does that make me edgy? How can you say Jordan? Like James is edgy when earlier in the evening you said. If we talk about women getting the right to drive in Saudi Arabia, can you please make a joke about them not being in the kitchen? To well, you've you painted me in a really bad light there, Robbie. Yeah! <laughs> because I said that you should say it because you have a history of making terrible, awful, racist and insensitive jokes. <laughs> Robbie, do you remember when you emailed that woman who was writing a script and you told her you were Joel Cohen and you were going to make her film? I did that. And you spent she months you. convincing her. Yeah. That was the worst that. thing you've ever done. But I'm the worst. Do you remember when we was... cut that section of the podcast short because we all felt really, really uneasy about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apart from Robbie, you thought it was hilarious. That was funny. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, the year, right, it's happened. It's continuing to happen. And I think 2017. Oh, have we started the second bit? Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. All right, well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, <laughs> We've been recording, so I assume we might as well start. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, did, what did you all get up to on the break? Did you have a drink? Did you have a, have a wee? Yeah. What do you get? Uh, I, I had a wee. I was, wee. I was having a wee and, and Jack tried the toilet door. A cigarette, nice. That is, that's the, that's the that's trio the, that's the there. That, that's what you want from a break from a night. That's not the, the evening equivalent of shit shower shave. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's ruthlessly efficient. 
So we wanted to look at some of the other things that aren't necessarily political that happened this yeah. year. So that, that's the politics section sort of out of the way. Yeah, you guys have positioned yourselves terribly yeah. for <laughs> needing to see the screen. So well, it says where, where else will we sit? <laughs> it says on there five things that shape the year. Might not necessarily be five. We'll see how we go. Nor that uh, they uh, shape the year either. No, they didn't really shape the year. Just things that happen. They might not even be things. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it should just say... Stuff what, done. stuff what was done <laughs> in 2017. So, Jordan, I believe you had a thing that happened. Um, like, the more... The, okay, so the more I explain it, the less funny it's going to be, because <laughs> the headline in itself is kind of the punchline. But in Mozambique this year, um, five bold men were murdered for the gold inside their heads. What? <laughs> Why? Wait, wait that, that gives me so many fucking questions. Right, first of all... <coughs> Why Why was there gold in their heads? <laughs> there was no gold in their heads, James. There was no gold. But it's, it's just another reason to fear male pattern boldness. <laughs> so, um... As... Yeah, but you get gold in your head, though. I mean, I mean, if, like, if you go bold and you get out of that gold first, you're fucking safe, you're fine. <laughs> so it's like an old wives' tale. Like, 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 oh, eat, eat, don't forget to eat your crusts. That'll give you hair on your chest, which oh, Robbie Ray... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I eat the crusts. a joke. So oh, don't 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 go bald. Your head will get full of gold. <laughs> do, you, do, you remember, do, you remember, do you remember when your mum said to you, "Don't go bald"? She's like, Brace, every time you talk to you, touch into your whatever you do, don't go bald. Please, don't go fucking bald. When I was Please. eleven, my dad gave me a talk and actually sat me down and said, "You what? need to know one day you have a lo- this family has a long-standing history of early-onset male baldness, <laughs> oh, no. and your hair isn't going to make it to thirty. And it's pretty. How, fucking- how's it getting? It's where are we now? Fucking. We, we, in, 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 you know when, like, when like kids, um, you know, are growing up and like the parents have a lot of things. Dan, just <laughs> knowing me, <laughs> that hey. I was going to go one of us. You know, you know, like when like kids are growing up and like, and the parents like do the things and like, just like mark on the door frame, like, just, oh, I was age four. Is this tall? I think at a certain age you should have little marks. <laughs> no, just on my head. Yeah, it's sort of like at the stage where it was. It's ne- ne- next year is going to be the last year I'm going to have hair. Yeah. I've okay. realised that. I think you can pull it off. Like, you, you, you've, got, you've got a very nice beard now, and I think, I think that I've really... No, it's, 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 that, that's why I've been so desperately trying to grow... <laughs> Sorry, this has now become James's life in fashion. <laughs> but that, that's why I'm trying so desperately to grow a beard, because I know that within the next year, like, when it starts going, I'm not fucking around with it, it's all going. Yeah. I'm, I'm being, that's why my hair's so long now, because this is the last time I'll have it. The next year I'm just going to shave it all, and I'm going to have a bald head beard for the rest of my life. And then you're actually going to kill him as I'm big. <laughs> for the gold in my head. So yeah, there is there is a superstition in Mozambique. It was more than a superstition because people have fucking acted on it now. But um, in the capital, five people were murdered, had their heads removed, and also their organs. Their organs were used for different things. Okay. But, um, <laughs> it, it's, but that's a, that's a story for another time. It, yeah. Quickly, get, get the gold in his head, and while we're at it, his kidneys as well. But, <laughs> it is believed in in parts in parts of Central Africa and in Mozambique in particular that bold people ha- are rich and have gold in their heads, and that's why they're bold. Only because so, right, it they're, rhymes. So, so if it, they're that desperate for gold, why don't they just shave their heads? <laughs> This is, I think it. I think it. It must be I a hereditary thing. Mozambique, Robbie. <laughs> Wait. So is that? Do they think there's an actual explicit correlation between baldness and wealth? So they did catch one of the people who did it, and, and this was person was wealthy ex- as yeah. fuck. No, no, no. He was explicitly under the belief that when he took that head home, that he would be able to root around inside it and pull out like gold bullion. 
Um, he later found out that that didn't happen, so then he tried to cast a spell with the man's brains to to <laughs> become rich, and that didn't happen either. He just got caught by the police. Like some ri- yeah. his, poli- his poli- the police came in, and he he put his hands up, but on each hand he had a head, so it's like really morbid puppets. <laughs> <laughs> And then he reacted, yeah. yeah, he reacted the entire thing we did earlier. Yeah. Um, but no, like, he, did, he did the badger from Bodger and Badger voice, <laughs> both of them, despite the fact that the man pretty grew up in Mozambique, he'd never seen it before. The police don't know which head is the yeah. real one. Oh! <laughs> the, oh shit, it's a Hydro, shoot him! <laughs> You've caught me. You've caught all three of you. <laughs> I mean, he sends his tarantula and throws them own peas. <laughs> But, but Robbie, what else things what have happened, what has maybe or may or not shaped the year? So one of my favorite things that happened in the year what is happening at the moment and continuing to happen um, was that a man went into a bowling alley in Odeon cinema complex and held up the entire place at gunpoint. Which is something that yeah. I saw that story. I was at a bus stop at the time, just so you can all set the scene. Um... And I read that story, and I instantly thought, I really hope no one died so that we can talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> because it seems so funny. Where, where, where was the Odeon? Um, it was, I think it was in like Stoke or something. Of course it was Stoke. Was it <laughs> obviously, yeah. obviously. Um, but, and like, and I, I completely sympathise with everyone involved in that, because like, I... <laughs> you just leant round in a slightly intimidating way. Oh, I was um, just it, scratching an itch on my own. I was when you. But I completely understand what it's like to be held captive in a cinema for long periods of time. By which I mean I went to the new Transformers movie this year. Um, Wait, you actually did that? I saw the, new the emoji thing. The emoji movie was one thing, and then I saw you, that. you went to see the My Little Pony movie. And I saw that. But you actually subjected yourself to Transformers. Yeah, I actually felt weirdly proud of myself when it finished. <laughs> it was like you know when people go for like really long hikes or something, and it's like you're polishing your body, and you get to the end, you're like, I did it. You know, I feel great. That was how I felt watching four hours of Michael Bay blowing up robots. <laughs> What's the worst film you've ever seen at the cinema? Oh, that's a big question. That's a big question. Give us like a top three. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't narrow it down. The worst film I've seen this year um, was it because it is a yearly show, <laughs> not a Robbie's Life show. Um, as much as we, no, love we could it to do be. that, I'd love to do that show. <laughs> um, the worst film I've seen this year. And bear in mind, I saw the Emoji movie. I saw yeah, Transformers. I saw all of this My Little Pony movie. Um, was a film called Bitter Harvest, uh, which starred Max Irons, who was. Sounds more like a porn star than an actor. Can I guess what it is? Can I guess what it is? Is it literally just like three, like a months-long movie about the process of brewing a bit of beer, (laughs) and there's actually like no character progression, and and Dave the brewmaster is just kind of really morose through the whole thing. It's almost like a character study, but it's not done well at all. The the, 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 the thing about Max Irons, he has a lot of blood. Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> it's either that, or he's really levelled up that one stat in his RPG. Yeah. The iron stat. It's, yeah. it's about five it's levels a... in his RuneScape character. He's got like to... 20 fire pokers. <laughs> this is in like a housewife RPG, where he's got ironing, irons, he's got... There we go, we're on. getting there, we're getting there. <laughs> so, yeah. like, just... So, yeah, Bitter so... Harvest. Uh, I don't know if either of you want to guess what it's about as well, because that might be fun. I would imagine that it is about, it's like a really avant-garde, um, six-hour-long Eastern European arts film about a group of 
uh, disgruntled farm workers who just had a really bad harvest one year and complain about how they're not going to be able to brew any uh, Saison ales. See, but that's the, sort of, that's the sort of film I like watching. That's a niche beer <laughs> joke for anyone into their Saison ales. That's, that's the sort of film I like watching. Six hours of people sitting around in a room talking about nothing. Um, but no, the, the, the film Bitter Harvest is a film about the Holomador, which was the basically the famine that uh, the Soviet Union used in the Ukraine um, in, I think it's the 1920s, 1930s, uh, to basically wipe out a large part of the population, so they manufactured a famine. Okay. Um, How do you manufacture a famine? They basically they killed loads of Just walk into the supermarkets and just <laughs> nick all the food. <laughs> but they, they oh, were... sorry, there's a famine. Like, I can see you. You're raiding the celery. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> it's a famine. Why is everyone <laughs> sustaining themselves on just the celery? <laughs> Isn't celery doesn't yeah, have no, like a negative, negative calories? No, it's got a negative calorie. Yeah, count. because it, it takes more effort to chew it than the calories it gives you by eating it. <laughs> a couple of years ago, when I lost loads of weight, I just ate a fuck ton of celery for like two months. It was brilliant. <laughs> what, was it brilliant? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, they killed all the crops and so on, and all these farmers went out of business as well as the fact that they couldn't eat, which was problematic because if you haven't eaten for a while, you die. <laughs> um, so, how, how, how did the film narratively follow that point? Was it just them basically stating, "If you don't eat, you will die"? How did, how did they get across that wild notion anyway? It's not like anybody knows that we're out of food, and then a few days later, oh, we're gonna die now. Fucking Nan's dead, Timmy's dead. It's how we needed that food. It's, it's like a three-day realization. Someone says, "Oh, fine, oh, we're out of food," and then three days later. It's Sitting watching telly, we just go, Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> There'd be scenes of them just sort of lying on the floor, like withering around, which is probably what you do when you're starving. You just I, That's what I do whenever I'm waiting in line at a restaurant and they're not letting me in even clear your space. It's like a th- <laughs> sounds like a thousand year old vampire just, just suddenly dying and just shriveling like, up. Robbie, to me. I, I've seen you grow blindly irate when your Domino's pizza is slightly late. Like, 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 I've, I've seen you previously, like, like, it'll get to the point where you get past an hour, and like five minutes past that point, you're, you're seething. And like, like, I remember you just like tapping your foot, just being like, it's supposed to be five minutes ago. See, but we, <laughs> I remember that evening well. Uh, we mostly because I'm angry still. Uh, <laughs> but we were going to watch Under the Skin. Um, we were, yeah. Yeah. And we had it, like, we started the film and we pressed pause. And I could just and, and see you, like, the opening shot of it. And the you, you were like, we'll wait until we get the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, come on, you're not being interrupted by going to answer the door and yeah. not taking me out of the experience. Come on. Uh, this is not Jonathan Glazer's experience. If he had the scene in, the director had the scene in where he said, now go and answer the door for the pizza man, then I'd do it. Yeah. But they didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, no, so I. I was just I wanted to watch the film, didn't I? Yeah. Um, so yeah, look, so this film basically it's not very good. Um, it's just it's it's, All that really, up. Yeah, it's a really really terrible film, um, and it's just really badly acted, really badly told, really really badly written. Uh, Terence Stamps in it, he's racist, so yeah. you can't really forgive him that. Um, what Terence Stamp it, himself or his character? Both. Oh, okay. Both. <laughs> it's it's well cast, really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this, you guess, Morris is his brother. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he then... Um, no, then the film ends, and you're like, thank God. Um, but it comes up with a screen saying, this film is dedicated to all those that died in Holodomor and all of those who survived and their descendants to this day. Which is, yeah, in the same way the shit I did this morning was dedicated to the memory of Madeleine McCann. It's like, <laughs> come on, like... 
it was a really, re- it made me really genuinely angry. Da 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 da. Come Owen! Can we take that back a little bit? Can we take that back a little bit? What other things shaped this year? So, so. Do you think that anyone was by any chance? Like, we continue. Did you stand over the bowl and go, this is for you, Maddie? <laughs> and after you flushed it away, you'd be like, I'm not much, parents. About as much chance. Oh, no. God damn. Can't even continue. Third, third thing, on. what shaped the year? James, the people died, didn't they? Third thing that shaped the year! Yeah, well, oh, oh no. No, that was the third thing that shaped the year! <laughs> Um, basically, we, we, we had some deaths, um, and <laughs> as, 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 as there are in any good year. What, just this year? <laughs> they held you out for a while. Um, <laughs> they wanted to get the most out of it. So basically, I've just I've just compiled a list of just some of the uh, bigger deaths that we've had this year, and just, just, yeah, I just want, want to get everyone's opinions on them. So the big one, obviously, being uh, Bruce Forsyth. Yeah, he's not dead. Bruce Forsyth is not dead. Is this a conspiracy theory? No, I genuinely believe that Bruce Forsyth will survive the end of the universe. Is this like when like, people have the theory that like Jim Morrison's still alive? And, and Paul McCartney's dead. It's not that. He's gone to the same place as Maddie. <laughs> what, 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 what a timely reference. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I believe that when this universe ends and the next one begins and the first life begins to crawl out of the ocean, most people expect it to be like, very primitive bacteria, <laughs> but it won't be. We Bruce Forsyth, and it bursts out and starts tap dancing. It's a fish. A fish comes out with a big shin and a pencil moustache. <laughs> so actually, you know, it's one of the uh, few things that are guaranteed uh, within our existence as we know it. Uh, the first is the inevitable heat death of the universe, where all that ever was ceases to be, and the second is that Bruce Forsyth is fucking immortal. <laughs> um, so other good ones: uh, Chester Bennington. What? I can't say good ones. <laughs> uh, George A. Romero died. Uh, Adam West did a death. Um, Roger Moore, as mentioned earlier, uh, also, also died. Um, yeah, John Moore. Um, Chuck Berry. Bill Paxton. Um, Robbie's, Robbie's friend, John Hurts. You know Chuck Berry? Yeah, I, I, what, I, oh, no, go, go on. Go on no, do your what, joke. What did they do with his body? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they took it. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Go on, Robbie. I know. I know you wanted to. No, just that I was a very close friend of John Hurt. By, By you that you once. mean you once touched him? Yeah. <laughs> not not in like, like a Kevin <laughs> Yeah, I shook hands with John Hurt once, um, and that is the closest I've ever been to anyone. Both physically <laughs> and emotionally. Oh. Um, and the other, the, the final death that we had. Um, yeah, no, no one else died. This is the last. <laughs> no, no, no one else. Died. Only these, the people I've named. Yeah. These like twelve names. Um, this one died, and it really, really annoyed me because uh, I had money on it. Um, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. So Hugh Hefner died, and it really, really frustrated me because um, I had money with some people that I know, we all placed bets on celebrities that we thought were going to die. And I had money on the death of David Attenborough. And then uh, Hugh Hefner died and someone won like 70 quid from the pot that we'd all been continuously adding to. It really fucking annoyed me. Well, like, that, was, that was the thing. Like, when, when, like, when I heard the news of Hugh Hefner's death, my first reaction was to shout, why wasn't it David Attenborough? <laughs> <laughs> 
to be fair, that's what I'd say if you have never said the BBC documentary. So <laughs> 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 whenever they get someone else to do one, like every now and again they'll get David Tennant to yeah. like like do the voiceover. He's just, just thought we got the wrong David. Jesus, shit, <laughs> <laughs> we got the wrong one. <laughs> we thought there was just one, <laughs> but there's many. It's a common name. We bought David Dimbleby. He's <laughs> 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 <It's> too mutual. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that was a thing that happened this year. People died, and it really frustrated me. Mm. What an inconvenience <laughs> to you. <laughs> How on. fucking dare they? <laughs> well, I lost out on money. Like, like. <laughs> so, you lost out on life. Yeah, but you know, like, well, one of them, like, you say George Romero, who died this year of um, cancer. Um, I wrote down a list. <laughs> Why did you laugh like that was funny? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> George A. Romero died of cancer. Uh. Ne- next to all their names, because I thought it might be useful. <laughs> was that James's laugh in your mind? Hey, Bobo. Look at his picnic basket. Smarter than the average podcaster. Head is my laugh like that noise that uh, Elvis used to make in between bars of his songs. He'd be like, oh. He's also not dead. <laughs> Wasn't that a fall song? No, that was um, Scout for Girls, wasn't it? Elvis isn't oh, dead. Yes. <laughs> no one has ever mixed up the fall and Scout for Girls. <laughs> <laughs> First time for everything, hey? Do you remember when Scout for Girls wrote How I Wrote Electric Man? <laughs> See, I'm not really that familiar with either of the bands. So. I'm glad. Should we move like, on? Yeah. On that note, to the year in entertainment, specifically in music. So this year, loads of music happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. There was like Banana Rama got back together. Tom Petty died, right? And three albums were released. One of them today. What album was released today? Well, we'll get onto that. So the first, firstly, I want to focus on the three albums that released this year. Uh, is the volume actually turned up loud enough for this, for the TV? You didn't, didn't synchronise the laptop with the TV screen. Has all the sound been coming out of no, Robbie's well, laptop? Yeah, right. Okay. Sound I, I, I think you're close enough to, 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 for it to be fine. Yeah. If everyone quiets down, it'll be alright. So, um, it's a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. What, when you come to our comedy shows, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, would you be alright to set the, yeah, to change... Neil, you, you do as you're told and not laugh. And... That was fucking biting criticism, that was. Join us, verbal discharge, as we troubleshoot technical problems live. As audience members troubleshoot technical problems live. You've done this in a much too complicated way. You're using Windows 10, you can do this feature from the bottom right. Also, didn't bring this up um, in the episode. We've got a smaller badger. No, did we have a, the larger, the larger We've lost our audience, they're solving technical issues. I'm speaking to the camera here. <laughs> we'll edit we'll 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 this bit out. Also, if you want to get your speakers back up, do 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 do. Can I make a request? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's not even fair. Do 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 do. This morning on eBay. What? Uh, Madeline. Yes, yes, yes. She's not the same. Because you turned up to like I turned up like eighty. Yeah. So what I was turning down. Madeline McCann mugs. 
Oh my Who god. Been, had his, his eBay saddest thing removed because he was making mugs that said, at Madeleine Bourne by just hold up to the moment you with a picture of her. <laughs> <laughs> a skeleton! <laughs> oh my god! Skeleton! Are we right to continue? Can you make it either 45 or 50? Are you a multiple of 5 person? I can respect that. Either I'm wrong or I'm not. Is that 50? It's 50. You made 51! Keep it going, let it ride. So, music right now, as I said, there were three albums released. The first one, Morrissey released a new song, which is a shame. Um, <laughs> so, we're working on Morrissey a lot tonight. <laughs> here's here's Morris, the out cover of Morrissey's new album. Um, as you can see, this is an album. It's called Low in the what, what political a- statement is he trying to make? That, well, I think it's more about the fact that the person who's stood in front of the gates of what looks like Buckingham Palace holding a sign saying Axe the Monarchy and wielding a small axe. Is, is he inferring that, that they're a fucking child? Uh, it's, that, the, it's the photographer's son. It's oh. the photographer... Oh, well, maybe he wasn't making a statement. Maybe. <laughs> My son's a fucking child! <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> <laughs> but the child is a big Morrissey fan. And has strong opinions on the monarchy. I don't know. Uh, but Morrissey released a new song, right? Do you want to hear all you need to hear of it? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yes, hey, please. Um, I want to just, just communicate some of Morrissey's great songwriting. Uh, it's called Spend the Day in Bed. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to hear Morrissey's two songs. That is just overproduced, if nothing else. <laughs> um, that, was, that was Morrissey. He re- he's doing a new album, you know. I mean, you don't really have much else to say other than that, to be honest. You yeah. spent the day in bed. You can't really have anything to write about, really, should you? Spent the day I'm, The rest of it is just the instrumental. <laughs> 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 There was another album released. Uh, this one was by a band, I don't know if you've heard of them, called Gorillaz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they spelled it with a Z, which is weird. Well, that's not. They spelled the album with a Z as well. Oh, so humans. This, the album's called Humans, uh, which is because the album is actually six billion tracks long. And they have <laughs> one song about every human being on Earth. Right, so I want to play you one. This is the track on the album about Ted Heath. Okay? Do you want, are we ready for the yeah, yeah, Gorillaz yeah, new song? Good. I, 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 I like the part out uh, in the Gorillaz like, song. Uh, they they kept in the sound uh, of the people recording it, um, <laughs> cl- cl- um, clicking the stop record button. <laughs> it's avant-garde, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's playing with music and what it it's means. It's like a fucking race psych video. So, yeah. <laughs> Certainly breaking boundaries there. <laughs> so that was that was what Gorillaz got up to. They released that song. I, I, as a serious note, I, I thought their new album was pretty ropey. I thought it was a very poor yeah, You could hear it. That was not great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, similarly, there's another album that came out today, right? Reputation oh, by Taylor Swift. Okay. So there oh, it is. Well. There she is. There, there she, she is. is. She released an album. Do you want to hear uh, a new track? Has anyone had the time to listen to the album? No. No. No, okay. 
Um, this is this is one track on the album. Are we ready? Yeah. Producer the of. illusion is smashed! <laughs> so I've got Art is alive. So I'm ready. Uh, but I thought I'd wait and see how that one went down before doing it. Um, so I think we might move on. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of, out of interest, what sort of reaction did you expect? I don't know. I should have thought about this in advance. Oh, Do we want to hear the other one? Yeah. Go on, okay. yeah. Neil, you're you right to click. There should be a little, in the corner, like a little audio thing. <laughs> I hit it. Is it I, okay. uh, it should be in the like, top left corner. <laughs> the old tailor's dead. <laughs> James reads the Beano. Let's say. Since you didn't have enough change oh. for this week's Beano. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I always read the Dandy. Fuck yeah. you. With Whoa! Your... <laughs> Whoa, is this, is this serious? Did you all just turn on me? Yeah. Like, did you all read the Beano? Yes. yes! Did any of you read the Dandy? No! <laughs> Nobody read the Dandy, only, which is why it doesn't run anymore. Only because I asked for the Beano annual on my night. That's genuine, that's fucking treachery in the highest order. Like You only had Desperate Dan. This was all for the Dandy. No, it's a fucking cowboy with a chindy formation. Banana Man as well, or was that the Beano? That's a, that, that's a, that, no, he's, he's in the Beano now. Oh, yeah. what was he in? He was in the Dandy originally. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done. He, he, he was in a point that no longer existed. What, what up on you? No Desperate Dan ready. and Banana Man. All star fucking cast. You know what? Desperate Dan, he lived with his fucking mum. What a fucking dickhead. Worry. <laughs> Banana Man has his own musical. Cool. <laughs> I remember when there was a great deal of controversy because they took away Desperate Dan's gun. Yeah. And like and I remember people being outraged. Like PC culture it's, gone mad. It's Why like, can't our children's characters have guns? <laughs> well, well, the, 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 the reason being that because nobody ever rather dandy and then Dan was dead was like very closely killing himself. <laughs> Dan was that desperate. Yeah. Like, but, but, like we need to take this away from every, him or he's gonna every, every so often there'd be a frame of like Dan with a gun in his mouth and it wouldn't it, would, <laughs> it, it wouldn't be part of any of the story. Be, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like oh Aunt Aggie you've, you've, you've brought me nice cow pie and my next frame has got a gun in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> and I go back to him the cow it was really weird no, no wonder it doesn't run anymore did you ever see the uh, the final panel of, uh, <laughs> of the dandy so, so in the preceding panel you had Dan uh, in his room just drinking 
And then, and then the second to last one was him loading the gun. And then the last panel was just like all this new wallpaper. <laughs> it's, he tries to shoot himself with a shotgun, but his like his chest and arms are way too big. That's why proportions. He can't fully reach the end of the gun. Surely that, that's the most desperate dad of them all. <laughs> that's why the so buff he can't kill himself. <laughs> His neck was too thick, he couldn't hang himself. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Whoa. Just end my life, partner. Johnny <laughs> Bravo had the same problem. But they, they got rid of that episode. Uh, anyway. <laughs> That was music. <laughs> that was the year in the music. Oh no! Oh no! I forgot. Right, there was another song. Oh another no! Song come out. <laughs> um, this was by uh, Frog Lips, who is an indie DJ person who released a hit new club track that is the banging hot thing in all of the clubs. Uh, not my words, Frog Lips. The words of top DJ and friend of Discharge, Danny Howard. Um, <laughs> frog lips. So, if we want to hear Frog Lips' new disco go on, track, go on. this has been. You might recognise it if you've been out at all, which I have. I'm not out all the time. I'm out in the DAC club all the time. Um, DAC club. This is, yeah, this is the big in DAC club. If you were to go out tonight and go foot and foot and foot, then it would transition into this by Frog Lips. Okay, we've got some breaking news coming to us here via Thames Valley Police. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Who have confirmed the death of the singer George Michael at the age of 53. His publicist has said he passed away peacefully at home. The singer who was 53 launched his career with Wham. Oh my god. James has spilled his drink. The singer George Michael. Great news. Oh my god. And continued his success as a solo performer. Kill me, partner. Peacefully at home. <laughs> it's the backing track of song from a wipeout game. <laughs> was that a public service broadcast? No, that was that that, <laughs> that was I like how you also just at the end you've included half a second of the clip of the BBC news bulletin. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, yeah. That was actually our public service broadcasting's album, which released this year, which is all about life in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> because that really affected life in Wales. I thought it was Frog Lips. Yeah, no, no it, was very, yeah, it was Frog Lips. Um, right, who was a okay. real artist. Yeah. If anyone does go out tonight, you will hear. Wait, that was album. that an actual track from Frog Lips? An album, or was that like because what what you, what you just said suggested that was an actual song from have someone's you, album? Yeah, Frog Lips. I recommend you look at Frog Lips on Wikipedia. 
because you get no results. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie did try to make the page, but it was deleted straight away. Dads can't do. Dads can still do drugs, so. What? That the might be too niche a discharge joke for you guys. Wait, is this a joke <laughs> we've made? Are you made? making a joke that we've made back to us? <laughs> that we can't remember? <laughs> what was the context? <laughs> what was the context? What did we say? Uh, I'm sorry to not interrupt the flow of the podcast. No, no, no. But, no. Um, I remember distinctly there was uh, Ben talking about a moment where he went into the toilets of... Uh, oh, yes. Oh, saw, yes. He saw who you believe to be his father, snorting <laughs> an unknown white substance off of a kid. And you said a great name for a band would be Dads Can Still Be Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I jokingly named the musical project, I joked about in the house, Dads Can Still Be Drugs. <laughs> it's true though, they can. <laughs> All they have to it's, do is believe. Yeah. I mean, if you have a kid, don't let it stop you doing drugs. Um, my music summary for the year is Mastodon released two good albums, Metallica released a shit one. <laughs> That's pretty much my year in music. The and year in music. That brings us to the end of the year in music. <laughs> I'm good at it. That's why you did it. Entertainment. Yeah. Oh. So didn't... Uh, entertainment, right? More entertainment happened, didn't it? <laughs> there were six films released, right? There were six of them. Star Wars. <laughs> that one isn't released yet. But it's it's going to be released not. soon. It's not, no. I guess we're starting, we've done things that happened in this year. Now for one that will happen this year. Yeah, you know, um, uh, it's, it's, it's for yearly Star Wars film. There's always one every year. They, they really plan ahead with these things. Um, so yeah, uh, this should shake like a giant thumb, isn't it? It's really weird. <laughs> Do I press the top of the thumb? No, the, no, the, no, the, no, yeah, no, next press, arrow. Press, yeah. Oh, the next arrow. Okay, so like naturally you have the, uh, this year, uh, 2017, you've got Star Wars Episode Eight, um, The Last Jedi. Um, Plan to ahead like they, they plan ahead with a lot of these films like they, they, like Disney's a well old machine. You got Solo coming out next year, and then year after we got Star Wars Episode uh, Episode Nine, uh, Carly's <laughs> Baby Bell. Um, <laughs> the plot really changes like it, it, it goes from like through with the dark side, and then he just he gets a whack from a baby bell, he rolls it up into a ball, and he plays with it for the whole school day. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And then you got another spin-off movie, uh, Jabba the Hutt's uh, Big Fat Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you, 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 you didn't really see it enough in, in episode six, which is a shame, because the animatronic was so complicated, they put so much effort into it, but not his big fat dick. But, like, <laughs> but, but finally, finally, they, they're brave enough, to, and they have, they have the budget to do a film about Jabba the Hutt's Big Fat Dick. I'm pretty sure I've already seen that. Yeah. That was that was called the six. That was a special edition. Was <laughs> yeah. an unsolicited parody? Yeah, it, it, it had a musical number uh, with it and everything. Trouble the hump has got a big fat dick. Um, <laughs> I imagine the gospel choir. And he's got pretty big balls too. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you know uh, you got another spin-off in um, in twenty twenty. Uh, you've got um, you got Watto, Newt Gunray, and Jar Jar Binks versus the Black and White Minstrels. <laughs> um, like, like they 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 they, they, like, they, 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 they played very coy with these characters. Like they they acted like they didn't know their racial stereotypes. But finally, they're pairing them with a, with another history as well of racial stereotypes of Black and White Minstrels. Uh, and finally, they're bringing them together in a big stream. They're, they're de-aging the Black and White Minstrels. They're doing the same thing we did with the. Uh, um, Peter Cushing for talking with them. It's really fantastic, and CGI by then it's going to be it's going to be great. Uh, they've um, planned ahead with the next ones. Uh, it's untitled so far, but we've got the ideas behind them. 2021, you got the entire Darth Darth Maul High School movie. Um, 
Uh, Darth Maul going to be played by, of course, uh, Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, uh, as, as usual. And then, um, you know, expanded universe a little bit with uh, untitled uh, crossover with the Emoji movie. Um, it, it's brave new things for the Star Wars, uh, for the Star Wars canon there. Um, ed- Wikipedia editors are going to have a fucking nightmare. <laughs> a lot of people are going to kill themselves over it. And, um, like and that's for Dan. Oh, like that's for Dan. Like he was in the Emoji movie, wasn't he? What's it? Yeah, remember that's when Danny appears, he goes, kill me, partner. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, uh, yesterday, an announcement yesterday, there was um, uh, Ryan Johnson is going to be doing uh, the new trilogy of Star Wars films, starting from episode 10. Um, um, that's starting from 2024. Um, and like, they planned really far ahead of this, but they just only just announced um, the new trilogy. But we have an exclusive on Verbal Discharge. <laughs> yes. Um, in fact, like, we, we have a very early draft of Star Wars episode 10. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm going to distribute the, the, the short copies of the drafts here. Um, this is only the, the first few pages of um, God, Star Wars really Episode 10. This, um, and there you go. Um, we got the script down. So we got Star Wars Episode 10, um, working title, A Big Long Finger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dramatis Personae. Um, I'll naturally do the stage directions. Who wants to be uh, our lead character, Tiny Littleman? Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Tiny Littleman? As resident shortest person. Yeah. Okay. I want to add as well, it does say on the front, by J.J. Abrahams. So yeah, by, <laughs> by J.J. Abrahams. He, he's, he's back in it. They, they lost a lot of faith in him, but they were like, no, we are getting him back. It's, 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 it's not like I, I wrote this long before. It was announced that Ryan Johnson was doing the, tri- the trilogy. <laughs> I, I, I then panicked, like, oh, fuck, this is... This sudden announcement on Star Wars has suddenly ruined my bit, but wait, I can amend it by lying about it. Um, um, who wants to be Hooded Figure? Me, I'm Hooded Figure. And, uh, and James, um, oh no, there's, there's another one. Uh, who, wants to be, who wants to be Big Boy Number One? Um, I'll be Big Boy Number One. And, and, and finally, there's, uh, there's, there's, another, um, there's another character. Um, there's, uh, there's, there's the lovable uh, Glomp Glomp. I'll be James Wolf as well. Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, also, also RTJ2. RT, who wants to be RTJ2? Did James say those? I'll, I'll do those. RTJ2. Yeah, those okay, starting off, this is, this is a, a table, exclusive table read of Star Wars Episode 10, A Big Long Finger. Here we go. Okay. We open on a huge panning shot of space. It's eerily silent, except for John Williams' big blasting horns rattling the galaxy. Suddenly, a lone ship drifts into view. On board the ship is a tiny little man named Tiny Littleman <laughs> and his astromech droid, RTJ2. Oh, jeez, RTJ2. We've been stuck in space for years. I think our time is up. RTJ2 plays an entire Run the Jewels track in its entirety. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, JTJ2. <laughs> Suddenly, an enormous shadow is cast over the ship, engulfing our heroes in blackness. What the big frick? <laughs> The camera pans out to reveal the shadow is actually the 50-second Death Star, as they say in space, 50-second time's a charm. And a tractor beam pulls the ship into the Death Star's big fat hole. <laughs> Whoa! Be careful what you wish for, am I right, viewers? Make sure you buy the Lego set of this scene when you leave the cinema. Circle white to the inside of a Death Star. The inside is made up of bits of... Bits of tin with rice stuck to it. A testament. A testament to the galaxy's recycling of both common materials and plot materials. But spooky Halloween music plays as a hooded figure escorted by two big boys approach Time Littleman's captured ship. Open your sun up, lad. Let us in. The door opens and Time Littleman steps out. What? 
<laughs> you are the one the prophecy spoke of. The force has foreseen it. And I have seen it. I mean it. What are you on about, mate? You are the one with the big, long finger. <laughs> Perplexion overcomes Tiny's face. He looks simultaneously angry and funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. That's... In, in this confusion, Tiny uncurls his finger to reveal that it is, is in fact, big and long. <laughs> so long, in fact, that it skews one of the big boys right in the eye. Ah. <laughs> That's Oscar nominated. <laughs> Best supporting. Join me, tiny little man, and together we can harness the big, long finger powers to take over the galaxy. I'll never join you, you bellend. <laughs> oh, please. Get big fricked. <laughs> please. There's a word on there that Robbie won't say. Yeah. But then I've replaced it with a callback, you know. So it's, it's the, like, it's the fuck know. word. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not because I'm offended by the word. It's because I haven't said it up to this point, and I feel a matter of pride. You won't get a fucking like, achievement from it. From I will. Like, you don't know that. Only okay. when you die. Please. <laughs> okay. Okay. Star wipes the peaceful planet of... <laughs> where top lads and lasses go about their business. Tiny little man's ship lands and crushes a small child into the hole. <laughs> well, RTJ2, we're here in Trifecta. Beepo. <laughs> the second Oscar nomination for the same role. <laughs> now to fulfil my destiny and poke the princess of Trifecta really far away. Tiny little man kills his finger, but instead of poking the princess, his long finger instead finds lovable racist caricature CGI alien instead. Bongo, <laughs> 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 bongo, me step in poo poo. <laughs> Here we go again! TV oh. continued. Oh, oh. I'm really, I'm really excited for this film. It's going to be... It's gonna be. It's gonna be very good. JJ's done it again. <laughs> Did you have to finish with one of the lines being "Ongo Bongo, me step in poo poo"? <laughs> I, 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 I did check in the verbal discharge chat about like how how I was yeah, unsure did. about that line. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, it was it was poking fun of racism and not being racism. Right. Okay. Not being racism. Have you turned the TV? Have you turned the TV off? Who switched off the TV? He, he's walking out. He's turned the TV off. What was he trying to do? Oh, I'm pissed. I don't want to turn the telly off. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the telly off? Wait. Oh, it's, it's under my. Is this the oh. equivalent of like when you used to get like Sex Pistols gigs and the audience would like spit on the performers? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'll turn your TV off. Wasn't that a sign of like affection though? Yeah, yeah the punk movement was weird. Yeah, spit on us. Yeah, spit on me. Tell me you love me. <laughs> Turning your TV off, TV's off is a sign of affection. That's why the TV turns itself off because my TV is the only person that loves me. Because oh. it turns itself off after like a really long period of time if you haven't been looking at it. While. Just like, like yeah, you can change those settings if you just go into the venue. Because <laughs> yeah. my TV used to do it, and it was set on like a really like because we, we we got my TV from hmm. someone else. Like I didn't buy it first hand, and for some fucking reason they had it set to like half an hour. So every half hour you'd get a thing pop up like, "Are you still watching?" Five, four. It's like fucking up. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like it's poking its head in the door. Are you still watching? You fucking loser. <laughs> 
It, yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, it turns out you can just change it though. So I set it to like six hours, which is reasonable. <laughs> um, it means that if you're watching Return of the King, it'll only tell you to stop once. <laughs> <laughs> which is really once more than you should need to know not to watch. But anyway, that was the entertainment, right? Were you thoroughly entertained? Is, is like, Crow says in the film, a beautiful mind. Um, we do not entertain. That's what he said. That's what Russell Crane said in the beautiful line. Um, he says, Review of the Year 2017. <laughs> and he turns to the camera and he goes, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I believe that leaves us with just enough time to do. Just to, just to wrap it up. Yeah. And Jordan, to do the word of the year. So, so. Uh, let's, let's get a microphone, I suppose. So, are you trying to lean back in your chair, but you don't have a back? I don't have a back. It's really, it's really uncomfortable. Though. Oh, thank you, Ben. No, um, so for anyone who's watched the show before, just, just Jack, just Jack, just Jack. Yeah. Um, Who else but Jack? At, at, the, at the end of each show, we do a word, word of the show, don't we? We yeah, do. Yes. Yeah. Do we? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. Um, We've done almost a hundred episodes. We've done, done this. This what? is our hundredth episode. But wait, this is episode with live studio audience. <laughs> but but I, I prepared I prepared a little thing um, because obviously it's the hundredth episode and because it's it's the review of the year. Mm. So we should do a word of the year. And I think as we come to the end of this this retrospective show, I, I'm just going to fuck this mic off. I think it's important to think about the words that have really defined 2017. Oh, thank you. Ah. The wires curving around my back. <laughs> right, let's start that again. As we come to this end, to the end of this retrospective show, I think it's important to think about the words that have really defined 2017. Yeah. Words are great, aren't they? Yeah. I love that, words. That, was, that is exactly how my personal statement because you started. I love words, even in the face of adversity. You know, I went to a really rough little school where the chances of being bullied increased exponentially every time I were, used the word exponentially. <laughs> but I still did it anyway because I'm a fucking rebel. <laughs> so every year, because I'm a little word nerd, I scour the Oxford Dictionary website to see which word they've chosen to describe that year. So for 20... So you scoured it to find an article I scoured page. it, yeah. Um, <laughs> Where are the words? Shut the fuck up, Robbie. Well, I'm six years into the news archive. Where is he? I've gone through the Q in the alphabet. Why haven't I found the word of the year yet? But for 2016, right, yeah. Oxford Dictionary's word of the year was post-truth. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think, which I think is very, very that's, fitting. That's very telling. Hyphenated. Yeah, it's, it's a hyphenated. So it's, all, yeah. it's debatable. So it's very fitting for a year fraught with alternative facts and fake news. There were some runners-up of course. And these are actual runners-up. I haven't made these up, by the way. Um, oh boy, they are words that make me happy to be a member of a human race. There were words like adulting. <laughs> and hygie. 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 What's a hickey? Oh, yes. It sounds adorable. However you pronounce it, Apparently, it's the feeling you get when you bake yourself into a Danish pastry, lie on some Nordic floorboards, and drink tea out of a box with the words, I'm a cunt! <laughs> Wait a minute, that's what I do every Thursday. That's how the Oxford Dictionary defines it, anyway. Um, but if, if that isn't enough for you, in 2015, the word of the year was the tears of joy emoji. 
That's bad. That's it's not bad. a fucking word. It's not a fucking word. You can imagine the board of lexicographers all sitting around a table in Oxford, just out in the middle of the countryside, and Darlene comes in and says, well, Trent and Wendy have been following up all their texts with that emoji that kind of looks like a smiling turd, so that could be the word of the year. <laughs> Fuck you. And if I haven't got my point across yet, the word of 2014 was vape. Uh, the, word of, the word of 2013 was selfie. And the uh, word of 2012 was Omni Shambles. <laughs> that's a good why, word. Why though. do they never just have a fun one? Why is yeah. there never just like a word that sounds nice? Well, like, why, 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 you ones, why isn't there ever like what the word of the year is pamphlet? Pamphlet. <laughs> or, 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 it's a fun word. That's a fun word. Yeah. Yeah. Toboggan is a super fun word. I was waiting for you to say Toboggan. my favourite word, means short and fat. Out of interest, does anyone know what an Omni Shambles is? It's a big of It's this podcast! Nobody likes Let's the carry on. That was a laptop so, so it's like a shambles, True. but it's omni, it's so it's everywhere. So it's, it's yeah. a big old fuck-up, basically. Yeah. So it could be the word of last year and this year, maybe. So now, what I want you guys to do, um, just just quickly, one, two, three, is to tell me what you, words you think summed up the year. What words you think summed up the year, and um, I'll tell you that you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the words of the year should have uh, I think the word of the year should have been Grimble. <laughs> Grimble? Uh, I think the word of the year should have been... Dread. Oh. Well, guess what? You're all fucking wrong. <laughs> Look, 2017 may seem crazy, may seem miserable, depending on your p- political leanings or the general state of the world. Mm-hmm. It may even all seem like it's heading straight over the edge of the cliff reaching terminal velocity before pulverising itself into a bloody mist on some jagged rocks, rocks at the bottom. But I promise you, it's not as bad as it seems. What's the word, though? <laughs> okay, I lied. It's, it's really fucking bad, but that's beside the point. So, like the Oxford English Dictionary in 2015, I'm going to bend the rules a bit. And it isn't the word of the year, it's the phrase of the year. Are you ready? Are you ready for the phrase of the yeah. year? Mm-hmm. Final phrase of the show. Verbal Discharge, you can find us on Facebook slash Verbal Discharge. Verbal Discharge, our website, verbaldischarge.co.uk. That's V E R B A L D I S C H A R G E. Thank you very much. Good. I'm joking, I'm joking. We're not that self centered, but I thought I get the phrase of the year is who gives a fuck? Because whether it gets better or whether it gets worse, we'll all still be able to laugh about it. Thank you very much for coming. Have a great night. Good one, lad. Show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>